What is going down? Clean your room, Brown. What's going on? What's going on, Brown Panther? That's, that's, that's an interesting name. Interesting name you got there. Wanna 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 dive into that a little bit for me? What's, what's oh. the what's the uh, what's uh, the connotations? I'm feeling I'm feeling sleek and sharp oh. like a panther. I just got my hair cut the way I wanted it for the last like it's been six months basically, and I finally got it done like on point. And I'm feeling sleek. I'm feeling feeling like I can move like a panther just because my hair set straight. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So this this is what happens when you don't commit yeah. to the bald look at the start of lockdown like I did. Yeah. This is this is what <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I went, I went there and back again with my hair. I cut it all yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> that, that time grew and it just kind of grew, grew, grew. Yep. Marge Simpson over here. Oh, <laughs> Marge Simpson. I definitely went to like Wolverine slash yeah. Ace Ventura levels, man. There's, there's pictures to prove it as well. It was, uh, it was, it was a hell of a period. It was a hell of a time. We, we, was, have, uh, we have the podcast to prove it. Gorilla's hair yeah. just, just erupting. Erupting. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it was uh it was it was a phase, but I tell you. It's like because I've been through I've been through it all. It's like uh I don't know, I was like 20, 19, 20. I was I had my head shaved as well, I was completely oh, bald. Shit. Nice. Yeah, and then I spent like a couple of years having like long, long ass hair, like going down to like the middle of my back. And then I'm deciding no, this is what I'm settling on. I'm I'm good with this, unless something else comes along. Mm. I think uh, this is minimal fuss for mm. me, so I can deal with it. I like, so I like it. It's crazy how much uh, a haircut can make you happy. <laughs> too right, man. Too right. I think you got you got to you got to start. I think you feel yourself a bit more after a haircut. You're like, oh, yeah, I look good. I feel good. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Black, start watching Black Panther and like just jumping around your room for no reason. Just That's like, good. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that housemate's coming in. Is like, what is that noise? It sounds like a trash in your room, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, my sleep moves went wrong. Screw <laughs> to get off the roof. Come down. Yeah. Like, exactly. What kind of forever? That's the name for next week. Spider uh, Brown. Spider Brown, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. It's gonna happen. Exactly. What about it's you, man? What's cracking? Clean your room, Brown. Are you on the Jordan Peterson flex? Yeah, I think I am, man. I think I have. He's uh he's inspired me this week. So literally, I've had to just clean my room this week. Like that's yes. that's as simple as it is. I've had to I've had to I uh <laughs> I dumped out all of all of my clothes for my wardrobe because I wasn't happy with how they were organized. And then they yeah. occupied my room for far too long. This is yeah. such, such a mundane start to, to start to the podcast. But when you got a haircut, you got a haircut, and I cleaned my room. Great job, guys! But, yeah, but it's <laughs> hey, this, these are big moves, people. Big moves. All right, yeah, no, it makes but, us yeah. feel like better human beings. Exactly. It's it's from this place we can then operate to change our lives, help you guys too. So we're. Uh, yeah, the 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 room started stay, staying stayed too messy because I started uh, kind of putting it off and putting it off. And um, there was actually one thing I wanted to do, which was I wanted to Marie Kondo my uh, my wardrobe. <laughs> right? Do, do you know who this year is? She's that Netflix star, right? Who's yeah, uh, just uh, feng shuiing shit all up all over the place. There you go. So I didn't know who she right. was, but she got introduced to me by a friend, and um, we we were talking about about her way, about her way of kind of like having peace with things and, and basically what she does is like she'll go into i'm going to use the wardrobe example and she'll kind of take everything and she'll throw it on the floor and she'll be like okay mm. right we need to we need to look at this big pile of mess that you have here and uh we need to organize it all so we'll have your, your t-shirts over here we'll have your shorts over there we'll have your vests over there and your hoodies and whatever and this is just my examples right so um she'll do that then she'll then she'll kind of fold them in a way she'll show sorry before she does she'll kind of sort them and be like okay right what 
from this when you wear it on this pile when you wear it does it which ones bring you joy which ones mm. genuinely make you happy and make you operate from a place of just like just free-flowing exuberance right and uh so some of the stuff like i've thrown away loads of stuff this week i've got loads of shit yeah. just kind of come out of my cupboard and be like nope i don't feel joy bang gone i don't feel joy <laughs> yeah. bang gone like when i wear it i'm just like i feel basic i feel just like, like yeah <laughs> basic brown i don't want to be basic brown basic. right <laughs> So, uh, I'll be spider brown next week. You can be basic brown. Yeah, <laughs> this shit, shit's right itself, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I've got rid of loads of stuff, and now it's a case of like folding it and putting it back in your cupboard in a way that makes you feel happy and brings you that mm-hmm. kind of satisfaction when you open your cupboard door. You're like, wow, this stuff is looking on point. And when you take it out, you're like taking it out nicely. And then, then the folding process as well is much, very much about like thank you clothing for making me feel happy about myself and like making me kind of uh just just expressing gratitude right and this kind of links into a lot of the stuff we've talked about tj talks about it all the time um it's a case of just like living in that gratitude place whether it be with you whether it be not me have a conversation with you have a conversation with my mom with tj with this cloth that is covering covering (laughs) my body like it's it's um it's it's a it's a a mental game right everything is a freaking mental game right with you as you getting a haircut and feeling like you're from Wakanda, it's a mental game, right? Like it's <laughs> happy days, right? Happy days. Yeah, this is coding like vibranium right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, bro, that, that that was kind of that was the uh, the epicenter of my week was cleaning my room and feeling good about it. And then uh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even done yet. I've still got some piles to fold, but it, it's like yeah. it just feels feels very very uh, minimalist and it feels quite mm. manageable, which is yeah. uh, which is then having an effect on how my head is when I'm in my room. Cause like, I think through yeah. lockdown, we've got a lot of this time where we've just been stuck at home. I spent, I've spent mm. a ridiculous amount of time in my room, like mm. ju- training clients on my phone, doing this, doing stuff with you, like obviously sleeping here, training here sometimes, whatever. And I think yeah. you can get quite stuck <clears throat> in this, in this motion, in this motion. And then that stuckness kind of comes with you when you have to train your clients comes with you when you have to do yeah. your workout. And it kind of can be very stifling. So I mean, um, yeah. it's it's a thing that I've done this week, and I'm like, oh shit, I should have done this a long time ago, because I just mm-hmm. feel I feel like there's 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 a, there's a lightness to my room right now, which is giving yeah. me a much more. Uh, it's giving me it's showing me the space in which I can now move. Whereas before, I felt a bit suffocated by the things around me. And yeah. um, this is something that I wanted to kind of uh, to get into at some point today. Was uh, yeah, okay. I feel like a lot of people should should uh, firstly I want I wanted your opinion on on Jordan. So Jordan Peterson, like you brought him up earlier. His uh, his challenge, his first chapter in his book, which is called like "Clean Your Room." Um, yeah. What 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 is your what is your take on that? And like, what what do you know about it? I think I think that's a good place to kind of pivot if you want to go that way for a second. Yeah, cool. It's, uh, it's distinguishing between order and chaos is, uh, <laughs> is how he would put it. Man. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah. You're waiting for that chance to do a to do an <laughs> impression, weren't you? It's like warming this impression engine up. Don't worry, bro. You yeah, yeah warm it up. It's it's not good enough though, man. I haven't tried a Jordan Peterson before, especially with that Kermit style voice. I don't know if I can do it, but I'll, I'll try it. I'll try it one day. So right. yeah, that's basically what it is. But honestly, it's like it's the things you said. I um I did it at the beginning of lockdown. Um, nice. I was like, okay, well, I got time. I'm seeing some shit lying around and I know things aren't properly organized and, you know, you organize your environment helps you organize your mind. Mm. It's, um, <clears throat> I like what he says about it as well. It's like, it's, it's, it's such a, it seems like such a small thing, but it's the representation that it has, which is you learn to distinguish between chaos and order. You learn to figure out 
what's important and what's not, like uh, the process you've just gone through, which is, you know, what about this is, you know, what about these clothes is good for me? And if they're not, if they nothing speaks out, you just chuck it. Um, <clears throat> so it's just, uh, I think, yeah, um, I think it affects your mental space. I think that's a big part of it. It makes you feel like you're not... Uh, if things in your room, if, the, if things in your environment that you are s surrounded by are scattered all the time, and like, you know, you got shit lying around over here, you got stuff over there, and you're like, I can't find my books. Uh, you know, where are they? Are they under my bed? Or are they like, did I leave them somewhere? If you're always like that, then that doesn't leave much space for like creativity. It doesn't leave much space for actually thinking clearly because your environment is all over the shop. So if your environment's all over the shop, your 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 brain's kind of all over the shop. So if you learn to if you learn to organize that kind of stuff, it just it's, it's another thing that you don't have to worry about. It frees up that mental real estate for you to think about other things that are important and mm -hmm. uh, operate. Um like you said, I think that was a good point. Like you know, stifling and stagnant. If it's um if it's stifling that's something you need to do something about is like it carries through you know it carries through into your energy um you know you can walk down the street like billy big box because you've got that you're wearing these sick clothes or you're wearing something that doesn't quite fit and you feel like you're a bit droopy or whatever and mm. you're just walking down the street and you're just a little bit more self-conscious about it so it's everything's in it basically in that sense everything's just uh, your clothes are just an extension of who you are like you like wear the things that you feel good in because mm. It, rep it ends up helping you express yourself the the way that you want to express yourself. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's there's importance in all of that. There's relevance in that. It's just tiny little things. It's like it's a representation of you. Your environment is a representation of you. Uh, it has a direct impact on you because you know, we know like uh, if your environment ain't right, you can't really make the right choices in the con in the context of um, you know, let's say health and fitness. Um, and let's talk about nutrition. If you're going to if your idea is okay, I need to stop eating crap food, but everything in your pantry is like you know biscuits, chocolates, uh, sweets, crisps, and like you know you've got the mega packs as well. Everything that's highly palatable, really, really easy to eat, loads and loads of, and um, it's always there. So it's it's in it's in the back of your mind that you could always resort to this stuff. Whereas if you got rid of it then your environment is allowing you to make a better decision. So you don't even have to think about that thing because it's not there anymore. So it has a direct impact on the quality of your life, all this kind of stuff. So I'm, I think it's, um, I think the little, it's, it's those little things which give give rise to the big, big stuff. So you mm. fix the little stuff and it leads to bigger things. Too right, too right. I think that's a, having awareness of your base that you're operating mm. from. If your base is a mm. shaky base, then like whatever, whatever conversation you're getting into, you're going to be darting around and kind of not really being as effective as you could be. You know, and mm. I think that's, that's the thing that uh, like Shallow's, Jordan Shadow put it in the podcast once. He was like, I don't know where the quote's from. I don't think it's his quote, but he said it was mm. like, to win first, you have to stop losing. And I think a lot yeah. of people kind of, their environment's set up for failure. And yes. it's set up for failure in the sense that you feel quite penned in, you feel quite stressed by the by the way you are the thing you have around you and i think that's where peterson's really good with his with his advice it's like clean your room not clean your house mm -hmm. clean yeah. just your room because that is like yeah. an, i think the way he talks about it, it's extension of you like you mentioned and it's it's like immediately your vicinity you wake up in your room you wake up on your bed you wake up in this little environment if this can be on point 
then you can start taking this light and like shedding it onto other people, like kind of shining onto other people so that they can actually mm-hmm. be more aware of the things they do. And then it's a case of then, then it's like, it's a steamrolling effect, right? Like everybody kind yeah. of starts checking themselves and uh, is much more present in conversations is much more like um, is le- much less affected by negative things in conversations. So when they say something like this week, the weather's been all over the place, right? Everyone's kind of been mm-hmm. sweating their asses off. And then the next day they've been running around with their umbrellas and like not really knowing which yeah. way is up, right? So it's it's mad. Like I've just I've just been out with TJ, and um, there's fog, like ridiculous amounts of fog. And I'm like, what is this? Like it was 34 <laughs> degrees yesterday. How is there fog today? Like just this is just is just like where do we live in the upside down? Yeah, like, exactly. is, is, this, is this like is this real? Like what the hell? Um, never yeah, weather like. <laughs> just makes no sense. It makes no sense. Like, like stop messing with this shit. Like whoever you are out there messing with the weather knob. Like, Turn it, turn it, leave it one place, please. I want to have some, exactly. want to have some seasons, please. Um, and it, that, it's such a trigger. Like, if you don't have your shit in order, something offsets you, like the weather offsets you. Um, the next couple of days, you're probably lost in this rigmarole of like, oh, I'm up and down, up and down, up and down. And um, you're much less effective for those days. And who knows, like, those days, keeping them in order could have been the difference between you sticking to a diet for a few days and therefore going into the next week with an all-time low or going to the next week feeling fantastic, feeling like you've accepted yourself well, um, versus you kind of falling off and then being like, oh, I'm going to get pulled down the street for the next month. And that's, yeah, that's uh, it's not a fun place to be. You know? I mean, you have no, you've kind of given your power away um, when you can uh, you can just organize the smallest thing in your vicinity and uh, it mm-hmm. starts to just, just make you feel better. Like, I can't, can't tell you the joy I have right now opening my cupboard. I'm just like... Ah, this is lovely. Ah, close, right? It's like, it's like I just go and open it sometimes just to be happy. I'm just like, yeah. great. Close again. I did that. I just clap for myself for a bit. I'm like, yes, good, good job, man. I fall. I can't tell you in the past the the level of I don't give up to I've I've shown with folding clothes. It's literally yeah. has been like there. I'll I'll get to you when I get to you. But that, that, it's that's like funny. making a roti in it. Just just do that and throw it. <laughs> One of them, yeah, one of them. That's yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, 100%, 100%. What, and then it's the case that when you go back to the cupboard, you'll put it on and you're, it's shit's creased. And like you said, you walk down the street and it's something that's creased. And you, mm. I, I had this like, attack of conscience almost the other day. I told my mom, I was like, I need an ironing board in my room because I need to leave the house on point. Wherever I'm going, I don't care if I'm going to the post office, I don't care if I'm going to Asda, yeah. I don't care. I, I need to look and feel a certain way. And mm. um, I think that's so important. I think, I think it's, it's, it's a much, very much overlooked thing that a lot of people can go and exact on right now because we're all stuck mm. inside, especially in Leicester. We're still kind of semi-locked down, semi-out locked down. Um, yeah, before we step into the big wide world, it's a case that just, just check your own little patch of world and make sure that yeah. it's, uh, it's not all over the place and maybe it will yeah, help man. you kind of deal with all that all out there, which is all over the place. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's, it's, it's a form of... Uh, yeah, it's a form of yeah, sorting your own shit out. Is a form of uh, taking care of yourself. It's mm. a form of, uh, and it's a form of getting to know yourself as well. It's like the things that you say. It's like what brings me joy and what doesn't. It's on something as simple as clothes. But then if you start to apply that to other things, it's like okay, well, why am I doing this thing which I don't enjoy? You know, it's like I'm just going to get rid of that. Or yeah. why am I constantly hanging out with people who actually I don't enjoy their company as much? All right, I'm going to just do that less mm. and. I think uh, I think that's what like lo- lockdown's been great in that sense as well, which is you know it's, I think is I call it like sensory deprivation. It's like being in a sensory deprivation tank at the, at the beginning, at the very least, where <clears throat> you know you're just 
you can't do anything else. There is no other stimulus. The external world doesn't exist because you're supposed to be staying at home and doing your own thing. So then when all that stuff is taken away, you start to think to yourself, what is, oh, okay, well, at least this is what I did. I know there's a bunch of people that didn't. I know mm. there was like a spike in alcohol sales when <laughs> lockdown started kicking in, for example. It's like there's a bunch of people that are going, oh, shit, nah, this stuff I, want to deal, I don't want to deal with. I'm just going to try and... Uh, uh, try and uh, not deal with that stuff by mm. f finding other distractions. Yeah, whereas, yeah. Uh, whereas for me, it was like, okay, here's a challenge. I need to lean into that. What do I need to be able to lean into that? I need to work on my mind because everything else is taken away. So I need to be happy in my own headspace. I need to work on delivering my service still because at the end of the day, I still need to make a living and I still have lives that I'm affecting. Mm. I need to I need to be able to just feel feel good about my place in the world, even though everything is gone to shit. So, um, yeah. So then you got to you got to ask yourself those kinds of questions, and then be like, all right, well, these things I'm doing well with, these things not so well. And then you also realize, like, uh, I feel like this has been a great opportunity because I feel like um, it's a time where because everything is just kind of taken away, it's a time to assess like what's actually important. Yeah. And, um, and again, for me personally, it just hit home, like, you know, how important family is and how important it is that I do what's right by me, mm. as opposed to being so, uh, distracted or kind of investing in things which are a distraction. Like uh, I could be, you know, could go out all the time or I could go do this thing. I could go do that thing, but actually it's more, that's less of, that's more entertainment. And I, I want entertainment. I need entertainment, but I don't need that much of it. It's yeah. like, I could go down the entertainment route, but really I actually just want to do things which feel more fulfilling. So that's me working on my program is doing this podcast. It's all that stuff. So is um, all of that kind of thing is just a way to, all that kind of thing is a way to assess or, or like a way, way to align everything with with how you are who you want to be that's it man that's it and I, I think it's, it's really easy to let that stuff distract from your own current space like we, we go out to the movies because it's it's nice there's comfy chairs there someone's giving you food you give them a bit of money <laughs> and it's like oh sweet thanks for sorting this out this is really nice yeah You've, you've put a big picture on the wall. I want to go and sit down and watch it. I want to chill out. Yeah. But then you go home and it's like there's shit everywhere. And it's like, it's, it's like, this is not, this is not organized. And my toast is yeah. upside down. It's like, why is this? Well, then yeah. that, that's the thing that's going to really, that's the thing you spend most of your time doing is being at home. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and I think, yeah. uh, like you said, when it, when it turned out to not be an option, like we couldn't go to the movies anymore. We couldn't go to John Lewis anymore. Like we can't go to these nice fancy places, but mm. we have to correct our own little space. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. This week it was, it was a real open, eye opener to me to be like, oh, okay, right, well, um, this can help me a lot. I mean, just kind of yeah. like clearing, clearing my desk up, clearing the the cupboard up. Um, so yeah, I almost want to, almost want to put it out there like, if you're comfortable with it, clients, people listening to the podcast, send this picture of your room, like after you cleaned it or before you cleaned it. Let's let's let's, let's do a before and after transformation of your yeah. of your own cleaning of your room because uh, yeah, I'll put mine up, mine mine my big my big uh, my big mess on my bed yeah. of all my clothes, and then I'll show you the pile that I'm giving away. That uh, hopefully will go help some family somewhere. I don't know. They can they can use it as a bed sheet 
or they could use it as, uh, <laughs> as whatever. Some, some of the stuff, some of the stuff is ridiculously large. I cannot even begin to tell you. Guys. I cannot even begin. Yeah. To, I, I show you. I show you a picture of one of my one of my uh, one of my sweatshirts. Right? It's ridiculous. It's just. Yeah. I look at it. I'm thinking, yeah. who wore this back in the day? I can't even do it because I'm out of frame. You can't even see how wide yeah. my hands are. But uh, yeah, like MC Hammer pants for the whole body. Some of that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, from Giacomo back in the day. Yeah, bro. I, ch I showed Giacomo the way. Walked in day one. <laughs> I was like, yep, 6XL. Here we go. Let's go. Let's, go. Let's, <laughs> yeah. play. Let's play with that. Yeah, this is where I am. Wow. Yeah. That, is it, so what What was it about this week that got you doing it? Was it just, was it something that had started bugging you for a little while? And you're like, all yeah. right, I'm just going to do it. I'll tell you what it was. I'll tell you what it was. Great Grace. Shout out to Grace. She hmm. she put up a picture on her Instagram of, uh, it was it was something called high functioning anxiety. I don't, I don't, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't necessarily subscribe to as in me having it or me kind of whatever. Mm -hmm. But some of the things that were listed on there were really eye-opening, and I thought that I personally kind of might, um, I might have some of those traits. Like so, so right now, mm -hmm. kind of, we've got a bit of a few things going on in, in like life, big opportunities, big kind of moves or whatever. So you, you kind of naturally feel a little bit kind of, okay, I need to, I need to get this stuff done, I need to get that stuff done, I need to kind of be on the phone with this person. It's a change of pace from regular mm. life, right? So you mm. you normally you focus on your own stuff, you're making sure you're getting to bed on time, you're making sure this, that, and the other. But now you've got to you know do a lot more, and and naturally it's going to make you feel a little bit like oh maybe I've uh, I've let something I've let some let something slip. Like a couple of weeks ago, my sister rang me and she's like you haven't rang me in about three weeks. Where you been? And I'm like oh, I'm really oh, sorry, yeah. like I'm, I'm only down the road, but I've just been busy. Like I've, I've let one thing go and one thing go and one thing go, and uh, mm. same things happen with kind of a few mates sometimes. And um, I think that the whole rigmarole of everything kind of changing the pace of things kind of changing obviously you can lump in lockdown you can lump in a few things has made mm -hmm. me kind of put off doing the basic stuff sometimes and sometimes it's just basically cleaning a room like thankfully I, I don't let things like diet slip too much like I'm, I'm good with that i know it makes me feel good so I, I prioritize it other things in my life that i know i want to prioritize i do prioritize but then the little things can start adding up so i think this mm -hmm. week you kind of um i think I, what i'd done is i left my my laundry basket to a point where it wasn't like laundry basket anymore it was like a small mountain and uh there was like there was like pine people like climbing it and being like oh time me please so i had to like uh, I, had to, I had to address that shit so i started making one washing load and second washing load and third washing load and obviously you got all this clothes to fold so i'm just like now okay right this is time and i'm thankful thankfully for that for a friend i spoke to who was like you should recondo your, your wardrobe and i was like oh i don't have time for anything maybe i should maybe i should yeah. not make time for this but then i started doing it and i was like oh no this is this is better because this is yeah. this is now like you said it's it's taking yourself out of the chaos and um that was that was exactly what it was which was there was a few other things a few new things made me feel a bit chaotic made me feel a little bit stretched so i just kind of went and doubled down on controlling one thing and then that mm. fully doing that one thing and i'm saying fully it's not done yet but it, it's getting there um and doing it in a way that makes me feel happy right mm. was enough to be like oh no nah, i can do this i've got this like and then, yeah. then from there the phone call happens to this guy the the, the, the liaison with that guy happens the dishes booked in nice. that's booked in oh, okay cool this is done now i'm happy now i can do this now i can yeah. go now i can go and train now i can go train again you know what i mean like that that's the uh that's the effect is um taking a bit of perspective, listening to the things that are going wrong and then being like, okay, what can I start to, to, to make go right, which is going to make mm. me have the confidence to make the next thing go right and the next thing and the yeah. next thing. You know what I mean, that, that's, that's usually what it, that, that, that yeah. was my experience this week, yeah.
Mm, it snowballs on itself, right? Because you just yep. made one you made one good choice, so you made one good decision, and you're like, oh, okay, that feels pretty good to do that. I'll do it again, and then I'll do it again, and I'll do it again, and I'll do it again. So, mm-hmm. and then you, you, when you get caught in that kind of that anxious state, you get caught mm-hmm. there because, like, you almost because you didn't address the things along the way. Like maybe like you one phone call, two phone calls, it pushes your schedule back a little bit. You know, you have mm-hmm. to get some prayers in, you have to get some some training in, you have to get some other phone calls in, you have to get your client uploaded, whatever. Um, it's then it's it's that naturally will happen and like kind of dealing with that swell sometimes um it doesn't get dealt with in the next 10 minutes sometimes it gets dealt with mm. in the next couple of days and then it mm. pushes other things back so so it's a case of just kind of like sometimes freeing up your diary and saying to clients if i don't have the availability this week let's yeah. uh, let's reorganize things sometimes nine times out of ten they're always absolutely fine with it mm. um or even like a family member saying that you can't kind of make something or whatever uh, gives you the time to get back in tune with with where you need to be in tune with mm-hmm. and then by extension the next week like I, I feel like next week is very well organized everything's where it needs to be and then all of a sudden i'm back on and I, and I know i'm planning other things like getting back into contact with other clients that i haven't spoken to in years so mm-hmm. yeah it's um it's all moving forward man it's good yeah nice man yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting interesting start to the week yeah exactly and it's just that yeah I mean, it's just incremental gains man there's there's one way of looking at it as well it's just uh something we talk about all the time is mm. you make that one small action you do it you do it right like um that mark bell one is like how can you pr today in mm. one small way you know how can you set a personal record in one small way today <clears throat> and you do that and do do it again tomorrow do it again the day after it's just one little thing it doesn't have to be this whole massive thing even if it is like a massive task like if you're you know you cleaning out your room sounds like it's been a massive task right it's like uh for me one of the like the lessons in my online portal has been like oh it's a lot bigger than i thought it would be so it but instead of getting uh instead of getting held back by how big it is and thinking this is so big that i can't do it and mm. it's going to take me forever and then you start procrastinating because the idea it takes you forever it's like you actually just have to start you have to like you know kind of blank out every, like how big the task is and just freaking start and then when you do again it snowballs on itself a little bit you've just made a little bit of a gain and you're like okay i got through some of that that feels good mm. and then i'll do it again and uh, just a little bit more and i'll do it again and then when it's finished you're like oh my god this feels amazing <laughs> like i can't believe it because it was such a such a big task you know yeah, and it's yeah, how the yeah. brain it's how the brain is hardwired as well it's like you just got to be able to appreciate you got to celebrate every little step of the way towards completion of your goal because that makes it more likely that you will complete it if you yeah. don't do that it's just stress along the way but if you actually tell yourself this is this is worthwhile. This is getting me somewhere. You know, I haven't completed it yet, but I'm on the right path. Mm-hmm. Then your brain responds to that. Your body responds to that and actually feels excited about doing it rather than feeling like this is a stressful thing. So it's important to break it. Um, just It's important to just do. Mm, too right, bro. Too right. So you remind me a few things there. Like this week, uh, Nick Daniel wanted me to get into the gym and do a cardio test. And like, mm. I've not had like any kind of, Silvio session in a long time, right? That's, that's yeah. the best way to put it. Cardio session, Silvio session, or like full body, full body, like everything all out, whatever. So he wanted me to do a 2K uh, rower test, like get on the rower, mm. row 2K as fast as you can. 
and um, me being me, I was like, what's the world record for 2K rowing time? Let's have, a, let's, have a, let's have a look at this. Like, how, how fast can it be done? Like, what, what's, what's that about? And uh, oh, apparently gosh. some guy did it did it in like five minutes and 30 seconds or something, which is which I looked at and I was like, I can do that. Why not? Why, why, yeah. why can't I do that? So uh, obviously having no scale, I've never actually timed a rower. I've never actually looked at yeah. like what one stroke equals, like how far exactly. you actually cover. So um, yeah, anyway, so I get on and uh, I go ham. First, like first, like uh, what what would it be like? Five hundred meters, I just break the rowing machine. I'm like lifting up from the front and just like throwing it back and throwing it forward, throwing it. And all of a sudden, I like get to eight hundred meters in. Oh, like eight hundred meters. Uh, so no, so one thousand two hundred meters to go because it it counts down from two k. Mm. And uh, I just start like oh, like slowing down. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, what have I done this for? I'm, I'm yeah. blowing my tank. And uh, then you end up kind of like I remember my RPMs were like plus 50 or like stroke 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 rate was plus 50 for this first first uh 500 meters plus Damn. and then it just started dropping to like 44 43 and i like finished <laughs> off on like 30 something and i was like oh no mm. i really massively dipped off towards it which is naturally going to happen you can't maintain mm. that the output the entire time but yeah. it was the it was the act of doing it and then now i'm super excited to do it again because i'm like oh i know i now know what to do at the result yeah. of it right the, 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 in the face of kind of when i was there before maybe i should just hold a steady 44 the entire time see what time that gets me um mm. but by the way my time was 756 i think mm. which is i'm not happy with no, i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> get it down i'm gonna get it into the sixes i know i am i'm gonna get into sixes yeah. and um yeah so so that was uh that, that the act of actually doing it let me then get on with okay next time i do it i know what to do now yeah you know i mean that that kind of links back into what we were saying before is unless you actually go out there and start one little task like mm. you then you then build momentum and like you said you i'm happy i'm happy that i did it i'm super gassed that i did it because now i know that the next time i do it i'll know how i'll do it you know what i mean it's a mm-hmm. case of kind of the incremental gains like you said and being happy about it being kind of congratulatory about it and mm-hmm. not kind of beating yourself about it. oh i didn't get the world record time it's like well I could get it if I just keep yeah. going. You know, I mean, now I, yeah. now I can get it if I, if I can just carry on kind of moving. And I checked mm-hmm. on that guy's uh, that guy's video. Basically, he maintains a solid fifty for the entire time, which is mm. violence, pure violence yeah. for like five <laughs> minutes thirty. He's just like, what? He's, uh, <sighs> he's super strong. Yeah. So in uh, yeah, and I was just like thinking about the technique of it and everything. Then you can kind of get nerdy, but unless you do it, you uh, you don't have any frame of reference, right? Same thing with That's this room. Unless I actually started doing something. I don't have mm-hmm. any frame of reference and doing it in a way that again like you said brings you happiness brings you a bit of joy um i think it's it's yeah it's, it's massively underrated man it's something that i think uh i should have had as part of my process from years ago like training super hard kind of wanting to kind of get to the mountain peak but then not congratulating myself and <coughs> making that first base camp and second base camp and like you know, just just throwing that party occasionally i think it's uh yeah it's a lot of people would benefit from that yeah yeah, I think um, I think so because there's there's a lot of language that we use with ourselves which is highly self-critical, mm. and uh, we just don't cut ourselves enough slack, cut ourselves a bit of a break, or actually, no, even better than that, we just don't recognize often enough that we are moving forward because mm. we put and it's right to have uh, like at least the people that I interact with and people um, type of clients I engage with is like we have like they have very high standards of themselves in the things that they've uh, uh, in the endeavors that they have and so <clears throat> it's almost it's almost not a thing to be like oh yeah okay i dropped if they need to lose weight it's like oh, i dropped uh, i dropped a pound this week whatever it's like uh, don't even recognize it doesn't even register or is 
it's even like something as small as I say small, it's actually a big deal. Consistency is like I consistently train three times a week for the last month, which prior to that I had barely managed. It's like that's a big deal. You've mm. just you haven't recognized it's a big deal because number one, you built into a habit, but also even bigger than that, you just don't have this process of appreciating it. So if you don't have that process of appreciating it and celebrating that that's gone down well, then it being maintained is a lot more mm. is a lot trickier is a lot harder so you want to be able to celebrate it so that you actually see that you're on the right path so that you actually end up completing that path because yeah. there's something crazy like um i don't know how the stat was worked out but i saw it once and i was like it doesn't really surprise me which is you know eight percent of people and i think it's to do with news resolution but eight percent of people who set a goal don't achieve uh, sorry 92 percent of people who set a goal don't achieve it 92 percent yeah it's an, oh that's God. an insane, it's an insane number. And um, it's like, I saw like the surface level of it. And so I didn't, I couldn't find out where exactly that number came from. But in a lot of ways, it doesn't surprise me, um, especially if it's around New Year's resolutions as well. Like everybody, everybody is even like highly skeptical um, around New Year's resolutions anyways. Like if somebody sets one, they don't even expect themselves to keep it. But then but the question is like, why? Yeah, why don't you? Is like there's there's a process for achieving it. If you've said it, it means something to you on some level. Um, let's find out exactly how much it means to you, so that you are even more committed to achieving it. And then mm. there's the process along the way. And part of that process, a big part of that process, is to celebrate that journey. You know, it's not just about when you get to that end destination, because again, another shout out to Grace. She said a great thing is like, you know, the process becomes life. You know, the process mm. is you. Um, it's, so because the journey, the destination always shifts. So because mm. you could you could reach that one place several months down the line. But that doesn't mean you're going to stop what you're doing to get what you've just done to get there. Because if you do, you're going to stop being at that place that you just achieved, you know, that you worked hard. For. So um the process is life and the the destination shifts as you get better at doing that process and you do it more and more and more and uh, and that's another thing about it is you 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 just never realize how much you're capable of as well because if you didn't start like uh uh because it, it was something that you said which kind of made me think of this as well it's like if you don't start then you don't know what you're capable of because uh it, it, in you 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 haven't built that you can't build that kind of resilience as well to what that challenge of starting brings mm -hmm. uh, it's what yeah it's what you said is like now that you've done that uh, so it's a challenge right the uh, the rowing challenge is like you've done that you're starting to do it again because you know you're going to approach it better the next time and you're going to have more technique you're going to have a better fitness for it uh, you just because your expectation of it now is there you know what to expect from doing the exercise just by that in itself you're able to do do better the next time around so you've just increased your abilities by putting yourself in a situation uh, where you're challenging yourself you know just by putting yourself in that situation so you can you've increased your sphere of capacity you've increased your sphere of capability and you're able to do better the next time and mm. it leads into the next thing as well it's like okay well I can do better at this because I've just tried that thing. Good point, bro. Good point. Yeah, man. There's, there's, there's like a lot of individuality with this, like looking at your own life and seeing what personally for you 
you need to um, eventually conquer, but then yeah. realize that you, like I always touch on this, Eckhart Tolle thing, we only really have now. We only really mm -hmm. have right now. And then in that, in that instance, in that way of thinking, the destination is also right now. You know what I mean? Like kind of you, there is this far off goal, but because we only have right now, it's not really, it doesn't really even beggar thinking about because the destination is here. Like, can I make this right decision right now? The opportunity is right here, right now. Um, and I think the, the more, the more we can kind of um, live in that. Like I'll give you an example. Like I went for a run on uh, Tuesday and I don't usually run. I don't, I've not really kind of done it too much. And, um, but it's something I want to get into. Mm. Um, and I remember that when I used to jog back in the day, we used to go boxing, um, the session would finish and we'd go out for a jog. And the way I would get through the jog was I would look at the stones or the markings in the pavement or like a leaf or like a car or like a lamppost, but that lamppost would, or that leaf or that marking or whatever would never be more than five foot away from me. And it would be mm. like, can I jog to that? Cool. Check. Mm. Done. Can I jog to the next one? Check. Done. And before you know it, you're just running around. It's like, it's like you played like a, I remember like playing Harry Potter Quidditch when I was younger, right? Like, like, <laughs> yeah. and there used to be a circle. You have to fly through the circle and then fly through the next circle and then fly. You know, oh, shit, I'm sick of this, right? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's like, unless you fly through the first one, the second one doesn't even appear. Like, the second circle doesn't even appear. So you have to like cycle back and be like, oh, shit, I missed it. I've got to go back to this first one. And then obviously right. you go through that one. The next one appears and you kind of whatever. So the, the way I'm kind of trying to link in that back in is like, unless I meet that first leaf or that first like crack in the pavement or like whatever, I can't then go to look to the next obstacle. It's like that one mm -hmm. right there is the one I need to spring and jog to and I need to kind of make it to. And I, I, did, I did the jog that I, I set out. And I kind of surprised myself because I was when I first started off, I started off too fast. And then I regulated that straight away. I was like, okay, pull back and kind of just like get into mm -hmm. a nice, easy, like super slow jog and like maintain a, a talking pace or whatever, however you want to frame it. Um, but then as I kept going on and on and on with the jog, it was, uh, it just got easy, got super easy because I was like, next next obstacle, check, next obstacle, check. Mm -hmm. I can't see hearing that like ding, voice in my head, ding, voice in my head. You know, you kind of, you yeah, kind yeah. of, uh, it's that positive reward mechanism. Like I think that's, that's yeah. how you, how you phrased it in the past, right? Yeah. And uh, it became easier and easier. Like everything, mm -hmm. I would jog past people and I would say, okay, you're going to be the obstacle, nah, go past you, go past you. And yeah. um, I remember my client Lee, Lee Storer, once we did a video testimonial um, while I was working away in London. And um, we said, uh, she said in that, it was like, every time you come in to do a rep, that rep is that ting, that rep neck rep yeah. is a ting. It's like, it's a new weight, it's a new rep, it's a new day. Um, all of these things are not, you're not guaranteed to get that rep. So the fact that you've got it is so good. Like, it's fantastic. Yeah. Like, just, just congratulate yourself. Because again, all you have is right now. Like, if this was your last moment, like, now, you're happy, you've, you've gone happy. You know what I mean? Because, because now that's yeah. all you do have. All you do have is that one moment. So, it's um, it's it's just be happy in that moment because it definitely helps you kind of stay in the room to achieve the next ones. You know, what I mean, it's like kind of if you miss if you, if you if you don't set that goal and you don't see the uh, the win in achieving, um, it becomes yeah, it becomes quite an arduous journey, doesn't it? I mean, that, that that's what you were touching on before. You're trying to climb that mountain, but you're not worried mm -hmm. about that. You all you have to really worry about is that first step. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, man, that's, you know, it made, it made me think about um, your, your weight loss journey. Mm. Um, was there, was there ever a time during it that you thought, oh, you know what, I'm not going to make it? No. 
<laughs> I don't know why. I just uh, one second. I'm gonna pop this light on. Um, yeah. Interesting. Nah, not really. So I, I don't know whether that's really, like you just that, yeah. Go on. I, I yeah I just, I just didn't ever it was never a thing that I accept like mm. no like I, I knew that where I was living my life was an interim it was like mm. I'm here right now because I I I had kind of uh, accepted that I did one thing I gained weight I wanted to do it and obviously I lost control along the way it wasn't all just me consciously stuffing pies in my face but it was um it was it was an it was a conscious effort and then in some ways and then me pivoting to being like i want to go this way now is again a conscious effort and i'm unless i'm there i'm not done you know what i mean like kind of you don't mm. just stop like yes you can fall off but then goal's still there goal's still there like you want it you still want to achieve it um it's yeah doesn't stop i mean i kind of like i like i like eric thomas i gotta check eric thomas uh, mm. shout out we, we need to tag him in this bit definitely see if we can <laughs> see, if he, see if he recognizes the podcast <laughs> um what he's what he's like he says he says in one of his things it's like took me what was it you know this you could you could you go into it verbatim what's what's the uh what's the line he's like took me 10 years to get a four-year degree or something like that it's like oh yeah it's like 12 years to get a three-year yeah, degree there you go there you go yeah it's coming yeah, down we are now yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's and that's it like he doesn't care that it takes it long or there is there is no time again right like there is no mm. You can you can compare to other people, but that that that's just wasted time, in my opinion. Just yeah. Looking at somebody else's circumstance, you can't ever. It's just not done. It's not a thing that you should ever focus on, in my opinion. So, like with me, did I ever think I wouldn't achieve it? Did I ever think I should stop and just kind of like live my life that way? Hell no, man. There was mm. never a day ever. I can't ever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Whether that, and I don't know why that even is a. I don't have that understanding where other people kind of would just be. Like oh yeah maybe I should just live like this just settle for this hmm. yeah no by the, by the way man if you can get some light on your face that'd be great it's like you're sitting in the dark <laughs> oh shit okay okay one minute let me try yeah is that no gonna be better and then I'm gonna try and go there we go Sweet. there you're we right. go you're, right. you're, right. you're, right. you're beautiful mug again hi people there we go. look I at that face. world shiny yeah. face in my shiny yeah. face right let me try and put you over here bear oh. with me cool man. yeah so yeah okay cool so another thing is like when did it ever feel like it was like too hard at times or mm -hmm. as, as you're going as you're going through it was there ever a time where you just like you know what i can't be bothered with this but what did you and if you did like what did you do to pull yourself out of that um again was happen. it a Hmm. not really i mean this this is it's a, it's a uh, do you know what i think this is a, this is a thing to mention is that like because i didn't i didn't clearly outline the parameters for failure with this hmm. i just knew that it was something that i had to do so in not outlining let me try and get this right in not outlining hmm. parameters for failure i kind of i think i almost skated by some days in feeling like okay i haven't achieved anything for the last month but I know that I've gone into the gym and my, and my oh, that, that, so that, that, that's, that's, the thing. that's the way I can put it. So there was many different parameters for success. And mm. it wasn't always judged by one condition, which is what most people do, which is I will put it on the scale and like find out mm. if my scale weight went up or went down, then I'm, I'm happy or I am sad. Me, it was like I went into the gym, 
I, I obviously trained. There was multiple exercises where I can do good on one. I can do bad on the other. I can kind of have an up here, have a bit of a down there. So there's loads of different ways of, of, of uh, qualifying that success and seeing whether it's actually like I'm moving forward. So I think in that, in doing that, you don't feel like you're ever moving backwards because you just focus on the positive stuff again like you said and like i think subconsciously i've done that like you're you're putting words to it now you're making me understand how i maybe got through the process and didn't really ever have like a a fat loss kind of coach or anything it was just kind of because i I knew that it was just about making that that if i can get to an integer which was lower or if i can get to a a look in the mirror which was a bit better this is a shit camp position i need to fix this that's a bit better if i can get to the next little bit it's going to help me just carry on because I, because I knew I wasn't ha- content and happy yet. Um, I, don't know, I never really focused on, on uh, it feeling hard. I almost always ever just focused on carrying on with this forward motion. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I love it, man. I love it. I think more. Kind of, okay. What I'm kind of getting from you there is like the vision was so strong that there was just no way that you were going to stop if you weren't at that place and yes. then to make sure that journey wasn't an arduous process you were qualifying your success in all the different ways that success showed itself yeah it's a good way of thinking about it bro it's a good way of thinking about mm-hmm. it i mean i mean like you said like i've just said i didn't realize i was doing those things until you've just kind of made me see them um mm-hmm. but hmm trying to think i'm trying to think of a way of how i can kind of like put it to people out there that, that maybe try and see it like this for your own journey um but i think it's like that i think it's like having multiple different avenues in which you could win um mm-hmm. and then being happy about those and kind of just moving forward with that yeah. um and then always like checking yourself against the final goal because that keeps you keeps your head kind of down uh keeps mm-hmm. you kind of working for it and knowing that you've got to get up again today and do the same thing again um mm-hmm. but then yeah like you said like you said You've you've got to just I think that that what I think you said earlier keeping yourself like in in the process is super important and that that's mm. I think what I ended up doing was just like I knew I, I knew I had a long uh, road um, but every day was me achieving toward that so that was all I could do and what I could do was kind of I couldn't lose eighty kilos in one night not going to happen but I could do it over a period of time right like that that I can always do. So yeah, it's, it's a case of kind of just going to bed at night, knowing that you've done what you can do for today. And sometimes, sometimes you fall short of that, but then sometimes you need that motivational boost to make sure the next couple of months go, go perfectly well. And so, uh, yeah, swings and roundabouts, right? You are the process epitomized. You are, you are the process. In a way, man, in a way, the process, the process. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyone who's not, everyone who's missed a few episodes of the podcast or hasn't heard us talk about this in the past, Eric Thomas, Type in, type in Eric Thomas. Everybody wants to be a lion, and it'll be the first. Everybody want to be a beast. Everybody want to be a beast. Beast. There you go. They want to be a beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they'll uh, probably come up with lions as well. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be lions. shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was tweeting about these lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You all got pictures of beast mode, but you ain't on beast mode. Yeah. Can I be real with y'all? The lion is who he is. It's just fucking great. Just get the jack. <laughs> but I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to end up doing a whole Eric Thomas piece at one point. A whole, whole, whole monologue of Eric Thomas. Exactly. It needs to happen, bro. It needs to happen. It needs to, it needs to bring Eric, E.T. 
and to bring ET exactly. to the people. Exactly. And I think, yeah, no, what you're, what you're saying there is, I think that's super important is uh, qualifying success in different ways because what you said is super salient. Everybody just looks at one thing, which is the scale, for example, and is like, have, my, have I gone down in weight? You know, And that's an unreliable thing you know, for people who are trying to lose weight because uh, if you're not tracking it and finding your trend, if you jump on the scale on one day and then jump on the scale the next day and you see like a two pound difference, you're like, oh man, it's been a week and I should have, should have been down. Mm. You're going to, you're going to feel disappointed. It's like, well, actually, if you'd notice the trend over that week, so say you took, you take weighing, weigh yourself on a Monday, weigh yourself on a, the following Monday. And uh, on the first Monday is like 190. And then on, the, on the, the next following Monday, you wake up, it's like 192. I'm talking pounds here, right? And uh, you're like, oh shit, I gained two pounds in a week. How is that possible? But then if you actually tracked it every single day and you look at it from, okay, so Tuesday ended up being 189.5 and then Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, and he actually trended downwards and you got to like 186 or something like that. But then you had a bounce back um, along the way. Your actual mm. net change was either, your net change was negative over that course of the week. It's just mm. that one reading has thrown you off and then you're like, oh shit, this uh, everything's going badly. Then mm. the other thing on top of that is, so it's, it depends on how you're tracking it. And then the other thing on top of that is, is well, that's not the only thing that you're making progress in. Did you train consistently? Yes. Mm. Did did you feel like you got stronger? Did you feel like you improved your movement? Do you feel like you got fitter in this week? Do you feel like you slept better? Do you feel like your nutrition habits were better? Like, uh, did you hydrate yourself properly? Like everything compared to what you would have done in the past. If like, if you're doing better with that, then you are moving forward. You are being successful in all the different ways, which will ultimately reflect and uh, will be reflected in the scale if that's a thing. But uh, that you that you want to track. Yeah. So. Yeah you have to be able to look at the bigger picture to see that success is not just that one thing. It's not just reaching that destination. It's the, it's the process. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's a case of like, what are we doing here? Are we, are we in a number loss competition? It's like, no, mm. like, let's not look at this on paper. Like, cause, yeah. cause you, you can, you can, I can fix your scales. And I can make it so like you step on it and it says 65 kilos, that's your goal weight. Oh, great. Are you happy? No. Mm. It's like, okay, well, 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 clearly it's not about the scales then, is it? So it's about, it's about the things you're doing around the scales. The scales is like, mm. is like Simon said it last week, building habits. Mm. He's like, you're so, so big on building habits. Um, yeah. And building those habits creates the life, creates the, the, the habits, it creates the processes you go through every single day that eventually lead to, like you said, like you said, the scale weight going down, the the happiness in in um, in actualizing on cleaning your room, all these little habits, right? And it, it's it's a case of just full awareness. And I think what people tend to do is, when the full awareness is something that's too big to manage, and I, I get this because I think I've been through this a little bit yourself, and I'm sure you have in your own ways, Roji, is that when the when the full having full awareness of, of the whole thing is sometimes a bit too much to manage, we focus on one thing, and we like, we make that one thing be our thing, and the world is so weight focused like weight watchers and freaking be a size mm. six and or, or whatever it's so it's so easy to focus on numbers right but we're not number we're not numbers we're 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 constantly moving entities right mm. like the, the, the thought processes alone like i can i can sit here have negative thoughts and and be like super sad in myself and and drink this water till i go to sleep and tomorrow i'll weigh more than i did today it's like mm. so it's literally not about like 
sometimes it's not about the food you put in. There's so many other things at play here. And for us to just oversimplify it to the point where it's just about one number on a scale is, um, is con- like, I'm sure Simon said it last week, like setting yourself up for failure. Um, yeah. Whereas is when you look at all the little things that go up along, along the way. And it, again, like I said earlier, that's, that's not easy to look at all the different things and there'll be contributing factors that you're not even aware of today. But there needs to be more awareness around those things today. You know, I mean, it's like kind of we might find out I might find out something about myself in three years time that I wasn't even aware of when I started. It didn't mean that 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 thing is the is the linchpin to me actually achieving my goal. No, it just means that I had to achieve those three years of focusing on other things to now get me to this thing. You know, I mean, and that's something I need to address. But at the very start, people will just jump on this weight thing and they they hang all their hopes on on this being the thing. But really, it's 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 not. It's sometimes it's a case of educating yourself around what foods actually do, having a period before you actually want to drop weight, and looking at your your daily habits and seeing whether they actually naturally garner success for other people. Because you and them, like you, we, we, we always look at success stories, other people's transformations or whatever. But really, your life and their life are massively different. Like you haven't done any reps in their shoes, and they haven't done any reps in your shoes. But you can draw some parallels. At the same time, I'd, I'd suggest a lot, I'd, I'd stress it to a lot of people is that just check your own self. Like, don't worry about someone else's success, success story. Great, amazing work. Clap for them, but don't try and model yourself around them because mm-hmm. um, it's, it's at the end of the day, they've got there by looking at themselves and, uh, and checking their, their own uh, issues along the way and making sure that they're efficient at the things they need to be efficient at. Follow that example. Don't just try and follow the, the path they laid out. I mean, because some of it might work, but the fact that they checked themselves, you also check yourself. Hmm. Yeah, be inspired yeah. by them. Don't try and be them. Yeah, emulating it, right? Like it's it's not going to work. It's going to get you to a place where you you run out of answers because because they'll have achieved what they got um, with a few with their answers, but then they might not have actually they might not actually have the answers you need to achieve your thing. So then then you hmm. can't go back to them anymore. You have to then introspect. So it's rather rather you start introspecting now and checking on the little things that you do in your day, for instance, the pros, the, 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 the just the routine you follow, the job you follow, the people you have around you. All of these things have implications on whether you are or aren't going to be happy at the end of the day. And that, mm-hmm. that's really what we're all chasing. It's like number on a scale, but what that actually equals is is happiness for some people. So mm-hmm. you thinking that one thing is gonna is gonna uh, gonna contribute to that ultimate happiness is not true. Is not it's not even sensible. I mean, it's just yeah. not sensible. It's just, it just doesn't yeah. make any, just make any sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You gotta, gotta, yeah. Always gotta look at a bigger picture mm. and just see what it means for the life, rather than just that number. Mm. Mm. That's true, and I mean, that, 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 that's again such a long, drawn out process. Sometimes this is why we talked. We talked a bit before we came on air about getting away from this twelve-week model, which I think is. Mm is it's it's not total rubbish because i think for some people it can give them a kickstart mm-hmm. on which to build but i think that's all it'll ever be in my eyes is a kickstart on which to build um mm-hmm. and you can drop a, a good amount of weight in that time and you can kind of you can get that area of your life kind of in in into gear and you can use you can use a method like you can use a method for inputting things into a computer that help you for a short period of time but then after that, there is going to be things that you need to unpack. And you can use that initial period to gain some momentum to give you the strength to go on and pack those things. Fantastic. But 
don't see it as the be all end all because mm-hmm. if if you're looking at it as like oh I'll I'll lose ten kilos and then I'll be happy for a bit and then I'll eventually I'll put ten kilos back on but then I'll just go back and lose that ten kilos again because I did it the first time I can do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just you just rowing your boat with one oar right? You just kind of go around <laughs> yeah. in circles and then that's that's no fun because you, you don't get to move forward. Um, yeah. And and um, yeah, so I, I I would look at it as a, it has a life cycle like like twelve weeks it literally has a life cycle. So um, mm-hmm. after that point use it to what you can and whatever success you gain with that with that process fantastic but then also be as willing to look at the the shortfalls shortcomings of that process and see where else we need to go and put out some of our efforts and uh, yeah. it's yeah that's going to be your success afterwards yeah exactly is is mm. it doesn't mean yeah it's it's 12 weeks for the rest of your life mm. is how i put it because so like you know i'm I'm, my first iteration of this online program that I've got is a 12 week program, mm. but everything that you learn in it is setting you up for the rest of your life. You know, you're not there just to do it for 12 weeks and then, you know, you've done it. It's like, no, what have I taken from this? And the key thing, the crucial thing I'm telling people throughout the whole program is this is for you to take away. And these tools are there for the rest of your life. Like everything you built up right now is for the rest of your life. It's not just, like this, this is 12 weeks and it's over. It's like, no, no, we just said it earlier as well. The process is life. So the process that you've learned through here, through this program is for the rest of your life. Because if you don't keep doing it, then you're not going to sustain the thing that you're here for initially. So you have to, you have to figure out, um, the program helps you figure out how to make it a part of your life and make it your life. And Mm -hmm. so that you are achieving your physical potential so that you can, live the life that where you want to do it and but then a part of that the biggest part of that is that you've got it now you've got to sustain it now you've got to you got to keep going because mm-hmm. it's 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 how you live your life it's not about it's not just about that result too right man too right and then, 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 then I, I, my uh my client sam shout out to sam she shout uh sam. yeah yeah <laughs> she, sent me a message about the podcast i was like oh sick and then yeah, with the with the Dragon Ball Z socks, socks. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, need, I need to post that on Instagram because she's uh, those are some special socks, man. Whenever I wear them, I feel I feel just jacked. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, there you go, they they she, made the cut for the wardrobe for sure. <laughs> oh, too right, too right. They're, the they're first one of while. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, open that sock drawer now. I'm just like yes, special <laughs> yeah. socks. Um. Yeah, so she she got sent a, a a diary from a friend or like a I think it's a notebook, and the notebook on the front was written. Let me bring it up now because I don't want to forget. I misquote this. It was really good. Uh, bu- 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 oh, I saw that. Yeah, I you see, that. I, I reposted it on my Instagram, and yeah. uh, I just thought it was brilliant because mm-hmm. it's it just showed that she had affected somebody else's life so well. Oh, God, where can I find it now? Yeah, yeah, you got to tell me a story behind that. Here we go. So it was, uh, the, it said this on the front. I don't know if you guys can see that. Someone special, uh, she believed she could, so she did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's basically some, I think somebody at work had, uh, had seen the efforts that she's been putting in. And because, like Sam, I can 100% say this about Sam, she doesn't focus on the scales. She doesn't focus on, on the, on the, the things that kind of, most people will focus on like the, the one day of being of being off with a diet doesn't pull her off the rails 
mm-hmm. but she's continually been here and just like, I just want to be healthy. I want to be out of pain. I want to be healthy. I want to move forward. And now one of her friends has started up training with me and she's like, this is a true story. She was driving down the street and she slammed her brakes on and she looked over her shoulder so sharply, like in the middle of the street, stopped her car because Sam walked past her. And she's like, Sam had this wow factor, like this, this <laughs> amazing, like, oh my God, like she looks so, so, so yeah, so wow. And um, it's like how, how people would look at her and be like, oh, you must have achieved this by some drastic efforts and some drastic kind of thing. And you must have mm. taken some surgery or some ridiculous kind of uh, process. But no, she's literally just shown up at the gym. She's, she's tried to integrate the diet. She's, uh, she's just been about the habits, like Simon talked about. She's been about the habits. And uh, now because she's, she's, she's done that and she's checked herself along the way and she's had her ups and downs like everybody does. Um, but she's got to a place now where she's, she's inspiring other people and those people are recognizing her efforts. And because they're recognizing mm-hmm. her efforts, they're now empowered to do the same thing. And that's, that's yeah. the ultimate win. You know what I mean? Because now she's, because yeah, because, because now your light is shining on other people and they're, they're now feeling like they can shine too. You know what I mean? That's, that's yes. super special, super special. So this person at work bought her, this, bought her this diary in kind of recognition of her efforts. And it's, um, that's everything. That's everything. Because you don't know what people are going through, but if you can inspire them to, to, to get up and, change their own lives then uh, we're all winning because of your efforts so yeah Bro, special special that's the shit that gets me jacked just <laughs> making that change you yeah. make that change you don't even realize the effect you have on other people and how it helps other people level up it's that's spectacular man that makes me happy too right bro too right yeah so uh big shout out to sam and uh yeah it's, it's, it's a case that you uh you just step up on your own path and then uh it's, it's really interesting we, we talked about this uh we talk about this sometimes but as a did you have anything else to say on, on this topic g because i want it's almost or did you actually have any topics you want to bring up because i because i kind of tailed off on that first one it will be good no, for a little while yeah no all it's right, great right. let's yeah let's go on so the, the the next topic kind of this is a total shift total shift right this is more of a kind of a cultural cultural shift and mm. uh, something that I feel that we can we can speak on. Mm, I like that. <laughs> uh, so it was, it was basically like the the institution of marrying into a Asian kind of quote unquote Asian household, right? And um, it's the, the 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 thing that I wanted to bring up was so we have we have like the 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 husband and wife get married. And sometimes they'll move in with the husband's family, and um, <clears throat> the husband's family will will will, 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 conclude, will um, what's the word will include like the um, the husband's mum, husband's father, maybe some brothers and sisters or whatever, and that that institution sometimes is portrayed as quite a uh, quite a damaging place. You know I mean, like I have no I have no understanding of this. I have no kind of reps in this world. I never will, yeah. but um from what you hear it's from a from a, our our own cultural perspective like you you come from you come from your religion i come from my religion but cultural culturally sometimes mm. it's quite it's quite similar um and that's something that i wanted to just touch touch base on and kind of maybe get your experience on get your get your understanding on this because it's something that me, me and a few clients of mine have been spoken about recently and basically what i understand about it is that it's a very very damaging place it's a very very uh it's just a rough place to be. You know what I mean, and the, the the reason I brought it up is because it kind of got triggered this week. Somebody somebody brought it up with me about their own 
family kind of uh, dynamics. And it was one of like, she has a place in the home, but isn't really respected too much. She isn't really kind of shown any kind of any kind of uh, worth, whereby whereby the the husband isn't able to help her because his parents are there, and like they're almost he's almost kind of like pandering to that family whilst they're mm-hmm. trying to grow grow this family. Is 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 this is this kind of is am I making sense here? Like kind of how yeah. the how the dynamic kind of is right. And basically, what I wanted to get into was why is this a thing? Like, why is mm. the thing? Why do we feel that we have to operate in this way? Why don't we actually celebrate this new person who's coming to our home as a, as a married, like, as a married into our house? Why is it that we, as a culture, sometimes totally crap on this person, continue to crap on them for many, many years, and then that affects how the kids sometimes are raised, affects how the dynamic is in the house, affects this individual, this this wife who's kind of coming to the house, it affects her in, in her own ways. Um, yeah, just like why is that a thing? You know what I mean. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to kind of maybe get your your opinion on that and uh, just just stay on the topic for a bit. What uh, what do you think that do? Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's loaded because it yeah you you do see well, okay so people who aren't familiar with that kind of um, uh, that kind of what is it? It's not even a right passage. Uh, crap i'm forgetting how to put it but basically kind of, that kind of uh setup let's put yeah, it that way a bit of an institution it's just, isn't it yeah it's um like so especially in the indian cultures it's just uh you get man woman get married the now the wife moves in with the um her husband's family if uh, if they decide that which is traditionally done which is they decide to uh, live together with the uh, with the parents of the of of the groom, and um, because the groom is supposed to take care of the family, um, yeah. you know, being the son and everything like that. So she's basically an outsider moving in, and it's a very it's a very common thing um, to happen in Indian culture, um, and it's a very common thing for everything that you described, which is there's like this low grade level attention or it could be pretty high level attention depending on how depending on several quite a few factors i think and uh, so there's strained relationships and uh, the what you kind of described is you know the woman doesn't feel like she has the capacity to express herself the way she wants mm-hmm. to be and needs to be and then the guy stereotypically has issues managing the balance between um, favoring his wife and then favoring his parents, it's yes, yeah, it's, it's it's fucking weird. Basically, when that shit happens, it's like, why does it have to happen? I agree. I, I the sentiment for me is the same. It's like, why does it have to happen? Um, I think in terms of things that I've observed, um, I haven't gone through that yet. I'm not going to really go through that because I will have my own place when uh, uh, if I ever do decide to tie the knot. Um, before before that before that happens but i also have you know i've got a mate who's doing that scenario right now and it's everything seems like it's fine you know i've been married for a year so i think um i mean the way i've seen it go down is is basically the the family the parents of the groom kind of feel like the son can do no wrong and Mm. um is even though you know 
it's weird. It, this is what I mean is like is loaded because it's so weird because so many different things are going to come up. <laughs> so I can't right. wrap this my is, head around everything. I, so, I, I knew when I was opening this kind of worms, I was like, I don't yeah. know where we're going to go with this, but I want to yeah, just exactly. put it out there a little bit. It's, yeah, it's, for it's sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, I'm going to try and like collect thoughts as uh, as we're going along because it'll be good to uh, good to unpack it. So there's because even though okay, so the, like because this is weird. This is the weird thing about it. This is why a lot of it doesn't make any sense. It's like okay, there's a marriage happening, and it's and it's been a, like let's just say it's been agreed as well. So, so I'm, I'm giving the example. I'm trying to make some assumptions around it as well because there's so many different scenarios that play out. Because sometimes mm. a marriage might not be agreed on by the whole family. It could be a different like uh, so. There's different castes within yeah. different. Um, uh, within the religion where you know a family might not agree with that person being from that caste it could even be a different religion entirely and then that creates this dysfunction uh, but then there's that kind of you know all right we're going to have that but at the same time we don't want our son to live away or we don't want um, the family unit to be broken up so they still get brought in in the house so that's why it's like there's there's so many different angles that you could approach it from so there's like let's just make the assumption that it's an agreed upon marriage in in one of these in, as an example it's agreed upon marriage by both families and then you know the 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 bride comes in starts living with uh, the wife comes in starts living with the husband and her family and so even though it's an agreed upon thing this they can still be some level of tension because there's the in a lot of indian families what i've experienced is and what I've seen is it's like the 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 son can do no wrong. And then here's a woman who's trying to displace uh, the mother in the family. And because like on a very base level, the mom's the one who's taking care of this like her mm. son, like, you know, provided the cooking, the, like if we're looking at a traditional level, provided the cooking, the cleaning, taking care of everything that he's ever needed. Now there's another woman in his life who's mm. going to fulfill that role. So there's that displacement, like the, the mother can feel displaced. And then there's the subconscious animosity that can arise from that because you just feel like you don't have a place anymore. And then you start to figure out, not figure out, you start to make up reasons for why this wife isn't um, great for your son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, so you end up just creating bullshit. You end up creating tension because mm. you feel threatened, essentially. Um, there's, uh, what else is there? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then uh, I think I touched on it as well. The the man can feel like he's got to try and balance the relationship. And a lot of guys can see again the more i go into it the more i start thinking is like there's just a co confounding factors i go into it because there's some dudes who are just pansies basically it's like mm. they won't stand up for Say themselves like it is, yeah Say exactly it is. you just you kind of have to is this yeah. what happens it's like okay um here's here's a situation that i can <laughs> see bubbling up yeah they are is this what it happens it's like, it, <laughs> exactly. it's like it's just a delicate flower um <laughs> Is it's a situation that's arising, is bubbling up, and they can see it happening, but they just they just want to sweep it under the rug, and they're like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not I'm not going to deal with that. It's fine because you know I don't want to rock the boat, mm. but it's like a little bit of rocking will settle the whole freaking ship. Yes. Whereas what ends up happening is a storm comes crashing down later on because you decided that you know early doors you didn't want to just tight, slightly rock the boat, mm. so the relate all relationships start to suffer. And, and so, yeah, so they end up being like, uh, 
just backseat, just observing the whole thing, could have could have dealt with it, could have been more proactive about it, and uh, and don't and yeah. and so you got to have a kind of personality where you've you're just taking charge basically, and uh, a lot of these dudes just don't do that. So mm. when there's that kind of thing going on, they just don't take charge, mm. and they don't try and communicate and they don't try and solve the problem and um and a while ago i was talking about this with my dad because i think me and you had been discussing like you know depression in an indian household or in, in a okay. in like our kind of household this is like weeks and weeks ago probably like yeah. early part of lockdown and i was like you know what it's something i haven't really considered and uh and uh, like you know, in terms of what it means in a in a ethnic family so i asked my dad about it and um my dad was just basically giving me all these examples he's like yeah and there's like plenty of people around um who i grew up with who you know are depressed but they've kind of created their own depression um and it's not something i guess talked about he, he was like there's just basically wasn't labeled for it but you can see how people are behaving in a depressed way and or are anxious or are creating their own problems and that makes their they sink deeper into their own depressions mm. And it was just a super interesting conversation. And so this is this is another thing. This is another part of that is like these families end up having um, strained relations because they create it themselves. They don't deal with the issue at hand, um, any potential issues that could arise from it. And I think it's like, you know, it also kind of depends on who you like who you are, who you bring into the family, um, yeah. what your family is already like as well. Um, do could they have that streak where they're with this like envy and jealousy and stuff? Mm-hmm. Or and and like in a lot of ways, it only happens when you stress test it as well. It only happens yeah. when you bring that person into the environment to see why she happens. But I mean, I would. I think it's probably easy to say, I guess, because I guess everybody else always felt the same. He's like, no, no, my parents aren't like that. They wouldn't do that. Um, but I've seen it because I've had girlfriends who I've introduced to my parents. Uh, my brother's in a long-term relationship mm-hmm. who he's introduced to the parents. We chilled. We chilled together. They were just accepting. You know, they were just like, cool. Like, this is it. And we're going to we're gonna be cool with that. Mm-hmm. And And so it yeah just kind of like the person that you are like what do you want out of life are you more filled with love or are you more filled with fear um of losing your son as opposed to gaining a family member so there's there's just so many things i think that go into it I think, um i think the fact that people can feel threatened by that scenario is is just big a bit one. yeah it's just a, it's a big one it's just a bit shit really yeah it's a really interesting one man so like you said there's really facets to it and obviously, by by no means are two two single guys going to sit here and uh, <laughs> think think of the answer. The irony of this, right? But yeah. uh, but it's, it's really interesting to look from the outside in. And I mean, um, like my own family kind of had had issues with this in the past, and like mm. big issues, in my opinion, very very fundamental um, life shaping issues. Not just one life either, multiple yeah. lives. And um, I think it's sometimes it's a case of just like. It's. I think the man has a very big role to play in this, Fully. in this, in the sense that, like you said, like that pansy ass man who's just gonna sit by and and not mm. really kind of check the 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 system in which he's being kind of cool. I don't know what the word coerced or like kind of like 
so because usually you find that the, the typically right the mum will will lord the son up like he's he, he like you said he can do no wrong right mm-hmm. and and that sometimes is is called into question by this new female in the life right and sometimes you you always ever find a, i think you find a partner who brings out who kind of challenges the bad things about you and then helps you with the good things that kind of thing you know i mean you want you want that yin and yang in, in a way um so it, there is going to be sometimes times when you fall loggerheads but then yeah you have this one entity being, being the mum in the situation who kind of sometimes is like, no, 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 my, my putter can do no wrong. Like he's, he's just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then you've got like, like you said, the, 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 the wife who's like, no, actually you can check up, you can fix up a few things. You can kind of learn to pick up after himself. You can learn to do this can learn to do that. <laughs> yeah. But then it's kind of, no, 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 you don't know what you're talking about, but it's, it's really, yeah. it's, it's that, it's that, it's that, um, what's the word? It's the husband checking himself. Yeah. Be like, am I actually, doing the right thing as a, as a person, like, do I need to, do I actually need to fix up on these things? Um, mm-hmm. and rather than running back to the comfort of his, of his, of his mom's opinion in, in this scenario, um, yeah. actually checking himself and be like, no, actually like, I, I need to do these things. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. uh, usually, like you said, it falls into people not checking it, letting it sit and letting it simmer, letting it simmer, letting it simmer, all of a sudden it, that, that, that baseline then turns mm-hmm. into like that, that room analogy from earlier, right? Like, it's there and you know it's there it's suffocating it's feeling like yeah. it's, it's completely kind of bubbling under the surface then one day like poof, all your clothes are everywhere and you're like oh shit what do i do now like i have to start marie condoing my whole life right like <laughs> she's a she's a busy lady so she ain't gonna come around for a little while to, to live, in, live in that shit and it's it's not it's just not gonna happen you know what i mean oh, um, but you you gotta you gotta just start uh hopefully taking a bit of personal responsibility um yeah. But I think I really do think, and I almost want to say that I I, I want to bring this up on the topic on the podcast again, and almost have some guests on who can speak on it better than I than either of us I feel okay. ever can. Definitely, definitely me. Yeah. Uh, the way you summed it up actually was really brilliant. I saw you the way, the way you kind of like you, you you Tony Stark did in a way like you put this scenario over here, <laughs> this scenario over here, and it was like minority reporting the whole thing, <laughs> seeing how the, the different things could fit in. It's so tough, right? But I, I think sometimes. Um, you get somebody on who can kind of speak on this. And I've got a few people in mind that I'll run you, I'll run mm. them by you afterwards. Um, but I just think it's a topic that needs to be brought to light. Um, yeah. As much as we see other topics right now in the news and the media in the world mm-hmm. that have been brought to light. I think this is quite a personal one, like quite a personal one mm-hmm. to us. I can't ever imagine this happening in your household. It will never happen yeah. in my household because I'll, I'll have, mm-hmm. we'll, 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 we'll have control of that. But then, yeah. Because you, you, exactly. you'll do something about it, right? Like you're, you're a person who sees a problem coming along. You're like, no, I'm going to solve that before it becomes a fucking problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that's the issue. Too many people just shy away from solving issues, you know, and like communication is just diabolical in a lot of these scenarios. And again, I've never been perfect at that as well. But because I haven't been perfect at communicating in my previous relationships, I'm actually like going to be so much better at communicating for the future because i've mm. taken it upon myself to reflect on that and be like okay this is where i didn't hold up my end of the bargain i didn't do well here and i need to swallow my pride and be like okay if it makes me feel a certain way then it's having an effect on me i need to uh, i need to learn how to deal with that better and um, and then communicating is a big part of that as well it's like if you just see something bubbling up you're like okay i've got to deal with this because it's mm. a short-term bit of pain and but long-term gain and uh i think there's yeah you just have to you have to because you got to be reflective to Mm. know uh, you got to be reflective so that you can 
stop stop shit from happening in the future is like if you don't take time to reflect then you haven't progressed on what you what's just gone by so mm -hmm. you haven't figured out the best way to deal with what's just gone by and um, nip it in the bud the next time around if these issues come up or anything that looks like it mm. so it's um, yeah there's too many people who just let it let's just let it slip because it's easier to do that it's it feels less dev it feels less uncomfortable the thing is if you're a little bit uncomfortable uh, that's where the growth is you know we know that and it's like you've got to be a little bit uncomfortable to have have some growth and when you have that growth then again you yourself and everybody else around you is better off for it so in this scenario if you're a little bit uncomfortable with what's going down in your own household it's um you've got to just look at yourself see what you can do about it and then actually go do something about it so this isn't like you know sitting all like you said two single guys trying to like figure out uh, what can we do about this situation uh, when we haven't been in it ourselves but that's not the point that's missing the point is like there's things that you can do as a fundamental fundamentally as a human being yeah. which will improve that situation right so that doesn't take me needing to be in that situation to know it it just takes me knowing what it takes to get myself out of a situation where mm. things could be bad so yeah. it's just understanding that if you have these traits or if you develop these traits about yourself and if you develop the capability to problem solve uh, effectively when it comes to the people around you, then you, you're going to avoid those issues. You're going to avoid them as best as you possibly can. Or at least you can say, you know what? I did my bit. I can say that honestly with my hand on my heart. And uh, this is why, um, but it's still not working out. At least you can, at least you can feel good about yourself. At least you can like, you know, go to sleep at night knowing that it wasn't an issue. Mm -hmm. and you're just, you're just giving, you're giving it a chance. You're giving it a chance. Like I, I think this is a case of, like uh, circling back to the kind of the, the the male, the husband in this relationship, kind of mm. seeing the 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 cards kind of being laid down. Like if you, mm. if you're if you're in a situation where the the mum is like lording you up, she's setting you up for failure. She's putting you on this pedestal, and the only way up, the only way yeah. from there is down, right? And that mm. uh, that's something that you almost got to check uh, along the way because I think that. It, it makes you feel, I think it makes the husband feel trapped in a way. Like it makes them kind of feel like, but I can't do anything wrong. And then there's this person who kind of telling me that are telling me otherwise, um, mm. or maybe kind of highlighting my insufficiencies. And then it kind of means that you have to get off your perch and come down and actually kind of be among the normal folk. Right. It's like, Oh, well, I don't know who I am anymore because I've been built up so high. Um, yeah. and, and it's a case of like knowing what you're building, even the mother in laws, the, the mother in this, in this perspective is kind of like, you're, you're picking this person up on false, uh, on false, uh, what's the word? You, you just, you're just pumping him for the hot air, right? Like he's a hot air balloon. He's going to really burst. It's kind of, it's just going to go all over. Right. Um, and, yeah, and the con footing. yeah, exactly. There you go. False footing, right? It, it, he, there, it, there is no reality to that. Um, mm -hmm. it just lies, right? It just lies. So yeah. Yeah, there's 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 so there's so many moving parts to this, but that's I think we've just skimmed the surface there. Uh, people's mm. people's experiences and people kind of even just like seeing a place where this isn't a thing. Um, like you said, I think it's definitely preempting it along the way and seeing mm. like you you can't be built up by anyone. They have to just be real with you because then when yeah. somebody else is real with you, they'll also be like, yeah, I was real with you. And like, this is what you need. Like it's almost mm -hmm. like kind of going to your child and be like, oh, you can't, you can't ever get a bad result on a math exam. But then you go in there <laughs> yeah. and be like, oh shit, you failed. Like, 
oh well it's not it's not the, the kid's fault it's like kind of you filling his head full of dreams of, of like oh he's, he's perfect um mm-hmm. is is the issue uh yeah man yeah it's it's, it's a really interesting topic that's kind of and i know i know it's, it's deep rooted in my family it's deep rooted in kind of loads of families out there and mm-hmm. uh having a conversation with somebody this week just kind of brought it to the surface and i was like let me bring this up with g see what his, yeah. his perspective is on this and uh I, I bet there's a lot of people out there listening who have their own kind of uh story or their own kind of take on this and i just think that personally i think that that's something that we should uh maybe just try and tackle in some weird way some weird way kind of just kind of just have some words on it have some words in it now and then kind of imagine people kind of going like yeah you know what we we don't need to we don't need to be so harsh on some people we don't need to kind of uh we'd i'd rather kind of like you said uh, you said you put it so well see it as an addition to our family rather than a subtraction rather than somebody kind of coming Mm. in trying to tell us how to do our job it's like yeah. like why don't, why don't we actually just like work with here you know what i mean yeah. that's uh that's the way but yeah the the cultural kind of uh the way of going about it is just like making people's life misery and that's yeah. uh that sometimes goes on for decades you know what i mean like mm-hmm. sometimes more than that so yeah it's just just not a just not a good place to for anyone to yeah. be in you know what i mean so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just interesting yeah because then the question is because you see it happen so often is like, is it that the culture, that institution from the culture is incorrect or is it the people within that? Mm. And so it's, yeah, I think that's worth, it's worth talking about because that's more source level as well, right? So then you see, okay, observing across the board in a lot of cases, issues here, issues here, issues here, they stack up in the same sort of way um, in every kind of household people get married, the wife moves in with the husband's family, there ends up being some tension and uh, things don't go as smoothly as they could do. So then, yeah, you ask yourself, is that a problem with the culture is, or is that a problem with the people? Mm. Um, I can understand why it's set up like that from a cultural perspective um, for several several layers. Um, one of them being, you know, you wanna be surrounded by family if you're gonna have kids. You know, so you've got more of a support structure for raising your kids. Um, you know, what we're doing in the modern world where it's just like, you know, two people on their own trying to raise their kids is like actually anytime it's done like properly and done well mm. is when it's done in the community. So you can't because you just can't do it on your own. You can't isolate and do that. So there's that big reason as well for like, you know, future generations, you're going to have a kid. All right, was you're going to be surrounded immediately, not just by just your two parents, but you've got your you got your grandparents there as well. They can, they people to lean on. They've, they've been there. They've done that already. How to raise a kid. They can help you out mm. with it. You know? Um, and That's really so you just said that. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, there's reasons for that structure to be there. And I think on a lot of levels, it seems to make sense. And uh, but then because you see these problems across the board, um, and obviously there are cases where it doesn't happen. Like I've said, like, you know, a buddy of mine, uh, he's living with his family, he's living with his family after he's been married since last year. And because his family's cool and his wife is cool as well. They actually make the effort to get mm. to know each other and get along and compliment each other rather than um, get in each other's way. So it's, um, it's, it's also down to the people, but yeah, mm-hmm. so it's, it's there's something to think about, you know, it's like, uh, and if it's, if the, 
then you've got to be like, okay, well, if the institution isn't going to change, if that setup is not going to change in, in my scenario, in my field, then I better sort myself out as a human being to make sure that this is going to work for everyone as best as possible. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting one because you must imagine that the instigator in this sometimes is, is like maybe the mother-in-law or whatever. Um, they're thinking so so much about their lifetime Whereas what they mm. could be thinking about is like I can I can help nurture the next couple of generations, and I can mm. actually like bring people through into a into a good caring household. Whereas what they're actually trying to do is just trying to stamp their authority constantly, and that mm. that stamping of authority is just kind of That's very true. very much in the now. They're not thinking about the bigger picture, um, mm-hmm. and that that all it leads to is just dissonance within the house, right? It leads to kind yeah. of people not respecting elders, not respecting their own parents. That infighting it's uh it's constantly a thing. It's like seeds that you're sowing. Um, yeah, it's just a really, really, really deep, interesting topic that mm. unfortunately is, uh, is, a, is the case with a lot of families. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It really is. So yeah, I'll take a few podcasts to probably just like delve oh, sure. in further, get some, oh, sure. get some actual insights as well. Like, uh, yeah. I know like, um, actually one of my exes, like since, uh, since we were in a relationship like years ago got married, got divorced. And so it's kind of like been through something similar. Oh, and, uh, and I'm like, all right, you know, massive respect for you to coming out of it on the other side. Um, yeah, but there was some there as well, you know, it's like when you started saying that, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe she'd have something to say about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, um, there could be some insights to had by people who have actually like, you know, lived it, gone through it. Mm-hmm. You said something earlier as well. You said something about like kind of uh, raising kids and that kind of, seeing there was no i don't know i need to go back and listen to that that bit again because i can't quite formulate it but uh yeah some definitely definitely some interesting things just just generally about the whole culture the institution of the home um how we see it how really is are we kind of uh, it's almost similar to the to the weight loss thing earlier looking at just one thing Mm -hmm. looking at the the number on the scales that's not the right thing to do i mean that, that 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 needs to change for people to kind of have success whereas in this setting um, I don't know how people or like, for instance, the, the the mother in this scenario, how she's actually seeing the whole scenario play out and what she's looking for in terms of how is this going to be happiness in my eyes? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what mm-hmm. does that look like? What does that look like? And what does that actually equal? You know what I mean? I hope yeah. I'm making that clear. Like, by what, by what standard are you judging this? new institution to be a success and it does that need to change like kind of again like linking it back to the weight loss like if the weight goes down in the scale if i fix the scale and are you happy now no so like okay well how can we actually start judging uh this by the right standards and then maybe that shit will start to change you know and so mm. well hopefully hopefully yeah you know another mm. thing it made me wonder is um who the onus might be on more in terms of changing the dynamics of the relationship because it's not that it's an excuse, but mm. obviously the old generations, you know, you've got decades worth of habits, you're setting your ways, decades worth of thought patterns, you've kind of set your ways a little bit. Um, that isn't to say you can't change because obviously, like we talk about it, we know about it. Neuroplasticity, for example, is just your, ba- your brain's ability to change uh, given the inputs that you give it. And that can go on actually throughout our lifetime. It's not something that's limited to young people. So regardless of the scenario, you can change your brain. 
and then you can change your thought pattern. You can change how you behave around someone, but it's just a lot harder to do for the older individuals. So in some ways, you know, do we have to accept that um, being younger, being the person who's come into the family, that we have to take a little bit more responsibility for how that person behaves and feels in that, uh, in that um, you know that it's a little bit harder for them to change. So therefore, you're going to have to put a bit more effort into the situation. That isn't to say you bend over backwards, right? It isn't mm. to say that you, you know, you give up who you are and give up what you stand for and what's actually you don't sacrifice yourself for it. But um, but do you have to just put a little bit more into it? You know, um, it's a question. It's not, yeah. And I don't think, yeah. I think, um, yeah. I think obviously the older generation as well. The the mother or the father has to put their effort, put their work into it as well. But it might just be that. It has to come from the the son and the now daughter mm, to mm, put mm. that effort a little bit more because they're just a bit more capable in terms of making changes. Yeah, yeah. But then you, you kind of the flip side of the argument is like you'd hope that by getting to a stage where you are now a mother in law or even like a grandmother or whatever, uh, mm. you'd have kind of kind of the sense you yeah. kind of have have kind of yeah. come across the common sense to be like I'm going to treat people right. I'm yeah. going to be nice to my I'm going to be nice to my daughter-in-law. I'm going to be nice to all this stuff. I'm going to see the the uh, the benefits that maybe she be bringing. Um, and like and I don't subscribe to what I just said. By the way, that's just uh, another thing uh, to consider, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, is that something that we might need to be doing? Because I fully mm. believe, like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's not idealist. I think I, I fully believe that people can change, and mm. I think. I fully people should pull their weight yeah you know whatever it is that they're trying to accomplish and in that scenario trying to accomplish a healthy um loving home is is the assumption and mm. so if you're not doing that then what's your role in that you know so you gotta you gotta look at it gotta gotta the, the rock quote right you just you just you just told me you gotta know your role and shut your mouth <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. That, that I really, I really enjoyed that about last week's yeah. podcast. The uh, the WWF, yeah, did just at the end. Yeah. That was brilliant. But it's like, yeah. Or well, then you can just resort to calling your mother-in-law a jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> I need a time when I take these drinks, but you make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> jabroni. Where did, where did, where did, where did, what is the origin of that word? Yeah. I've not heard it before or since, and I just want to yeah. thank Dwayne Dwayne Johnson. We should tag exactly. Dwayne Johnson. This and be like, he <laughs> yeah. needs to cut, start calling. Okay, I need to call out Dwayne Johnson here. I'm gonna make another pivot. Oh, right. let's call him out. The rock Dwayne, you're getting it, bro. These movies suck, man. <laughs> <laughs> like rampage. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, oh, movie, movie review segment here, right? I'm going off. Of, oh I'm just, god. I'm just, I'm putting this podcast left and right today, right? <laughs> I had I had a day, I think, last week, not last week, the week before or something, where I just had a bit of a lazy day, stuck a movie on, and I was like, I'm gonna watch something, right? And I just oh, yeah. this guy, this guy is just calling it in, man. This guy is just calling it in, like these performances that I think could be so much better. They're just yeah. weak. They're just like yeah. I, he can't be happy with these performances because the films <laughs> just suck, man. They're so bad. And I'm just like Dude, you can make good films. Like, mm. please start aligning yourself with good actors. Because I feel like he pumps out about twelve films a year right now, like yeah. one for every month, <laughs> and he's always in the box office. Like, it's not about being the most 
the most like who has the most movies let's, say, it's not, let's yeah. not play that game but let's let's try like make some good movies you know what i mean yeah uh, sure. he has made he has made, he has made some fun ones but like mm-hmm. that one in particular just pissed me off man i was watching it and i was just like i don't even know why i don't even know why i'm still watching this film but you know you watch <laughs> it for the for the sheer like thrill of monsters kicking the crap out of each other you think okay yeah, this, yeah. This, this, this is fun ish um <laughs> but then you just like dude this is weak this is super weak sauce man and uh, uh, he kind of yeah, you, you know that he has the act, acting chops because you saw years of it in WWF. You're just like, this guy's got yeah. some serious... When, he, when, he, when they just <coughs> give him the mic and let him go crazy, he can yeah, seriously man. do some damage, right? But you watch that and you're just like, oh, man, you let me down here, Joe. Let me down here, Dwayne. <laughs> let me down, bro. Don't yeah, bring me down. Don't be a jabroni, man. That's, that's <laughs> the moral of the story. Don't be a jabroni. <laughs> exactly. Don't drink your own Kool-Aid. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen any of his movies recently, but like Jumanji, Jumanji, Jumanji mm. one was like yeah. by the standards of films that we grew up on, right? It was mm. crap, right? <laughs> yeah. Jumanji two, I've not even been there because I'm just like, what is this? Um, I'm talking yeah. about Jumanji, like not not Robin Williams Jumanji. I'm talking yeah, about of course, his, of course, his Jumanji because yeah, yeah. that's that's classic, right? Yeah, no, yeah, um, nah, man. But then yeah, it just just made me think. I was just like, this guy, this guy's trying to be. Mr. Under Armour, and he's, he's he's bought. I don't know if you've seen like the news that like, he's bought like XFL, which is uh, some football league that Vince McMahon oh, yeah, used to own. Yeah. yeah, he kind yeah. of bailed out Vince McMahon with that, which is pretty cool. Um, but then he's got this like Athleticon thing, which is like uh, Body Power, the UK version of Body Power, which is like okay, but it's going to be ten times. It's like the Arnold Arnold Expo. I don't know if you've heard about the Arnold right. Expo in the US, like yeah, a yeah. massive expo where they do strongman, they do powerlifting, weightlifting, all this stuff. Um, he's bought. He's got his own version of that coming out. But I just think it's like it's 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 like tin foil. It's just like pretty yeah. weak, man. It's a, a lot of it is just like glitter and, and like shiny. And I like the rock. I'm not I'm not I'm yeah, not but I just think that he's got so much more potential if he just kind yeah. of doubles down on being more of more of a I don't know, I don't even know what it is. I just think that he's just phoning it in. I think a lot of this stuff, <laughs> like I think he's he, he has the potential to be a proper world superstar. But I think he's just playing the America game right now, which is like yeah. shine and shimmer and like a lot of that yeah. stuff it's just I don't know man I don't know it's just I feel like he's gonna run for presidency in a few years time and get it and then yeah. he should be, be basic at that too and just like well, yeah. <laughs> that's let me that yeah. is a good because it's like uh, I mean let, let's let, he is a world superstar but yeah. he, I know I know what you mean is like be more authentic I guess yes. it's like because because that's a tricky thing is like I don't know so this is why I don't really like talking about all these actors and superstars and stuff like that to a great degree because I don't know who you are I like I know what you're putting out there and uh, and the question the only question I ask is like does it feel genuine or not you know it's like can I feel that it's genuine so there's certain things he does where it's like that feels genuine yeah. and there's other things which is like yeah XFL like I don't know, like every finger he's got a pie and it's like, come on, like, do you see your family? Then you clearly don't, <laughs> you, mm. you know, you can't, like, so that's another thing is that like you can't pretend to be a family man if like, if you've got your fingers in so many different pies and like, you know, you barely get to see them. You're up at 4 a.m. training every day and you go to bed at like 12 o'clock. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I like, I can't, again, I don't like, uh, like playing too much of a judge on that kind of thing, but mm. it's, that's um, point, though. Yeah, because it's just uh, again you're in the public eye, so what you see is just genuine. The question is like, does it feel genuine? Does it not? There's a bunch of stuff yeah. that does, and there's a bunch of stuff that doesn't, and um, and so that's the, that's the thing is like uh, he definitely seems like uh, 
he's probably setting himself up for a run to be president next, uh, whether it's four years time or eight years time. And, uh, and it's like, yeah, that would be like the same kind of Obama effect where it would get people jacked up and pumped and be like, yeah, okay, here's somebody we can unite behind. And then, you know, what, what happens? Is it, is it going to be any good or is it going to be like, is it going to be like rampage? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Rampage was not good. Like, (laughs) do Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, you're totally right, man. And because when you when you're left guessing about the person, and and uh, mm. you're not sure, then you don't know if there is real substance. Then you, yeah. you're told constantly there's substance, there's Under Armour, there's all these great brands that kind of surround mm. him, and then he has his workouts, which sometimes they look substance, some some kind of substance behind them. Then he's but he's like, I just I just see masses of potential, but I just mm. think okay, I don't know if you're if you're exacting on that potential by being authentic like you said um mm. but yeah then i maybe, maybe just kind of be being judgy uh i mean i mean no way am i jealous of the rock's position in the world because i wouldn't want that but no, i just no. think that it's uh if you're gonna do it do it right man because mm. yeah i don't know i don't know just put, put a put a bee in my bonnet man yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. it's and that's the thing is like you know obviously we're nowhere near that stratosphere of like uh, somebody being famous, let's say, yeah. and what that does to you and how you start to behave as a result of having that behind you or on you. Yeah, I think it's both. You know, it's behind you, it's on you, it's fucking everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, but so I I don't know. I get the impression, again, this is like I'm not I'm trying not to try not to judge it. I'm just trying to talk about what I see, that aspect of it that I see. And um, there's there's an element of authenticity for certain things, and mm. uh, then there's other things where it's like, wait, where did that come from? You know, like, mm. or, or rather, how can you um, authentically have your finger in all these different pies? Yeah, you know? that's all I think. And, At some level, and that like, must be detracting, right? Yeah, it's going to be distraction, dis, uh, detraction, and then there's. Um, yeah, it's just for me. It's just about authenticity. It's like if you can authentically sustain eighteen fingers in eighteen different pies, cool. I've got no issues with that because I can imagine with myself. You know, it's like all right, I've got my finger in a couple of pies right now, which is I program, um, I'm PT, and then also we're doing the podcast, and that will eventually, you know, when things get better and better and better, and you streamline processes and whatever, then you can expand that out into other things. And as long as it feels like it's it's what I want to do, you know, yeah. as long as it feels like it's an authentic thing, it's not just to have the presence out there, which mm. is what happens, I think, with fame. Fame is such a fucked up thing. You just end up, um, I think Jim Carrey said it as well. He's like, you know, I wish everybody had a second of that fame just to realize that it's not anything that they ever wanted, mm. uh, that they ever wished for. Um, I, who did I hear talking about it recently as well? Ah, oh, man, I'm forgetting about it now as well. But just somebody was talking about how, yeah, how that basically rings true. It might have even been Eric Weinstein with Brian Callen because I listened to Weinstein's podcast, um, started listening to it now as well, The Portal. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's just a super intelligent guy, so it's just a really nice way of um, thinking differently and mm. just learning how to think. And... I think there was an element of that as well, like, you know, the status and uh, being famous and how, you know, it feels nice for a minute, 
and then there's all this other shit that comes with that which is like completely unexpected completely unheard of and just is a bane on your life bane on your existence because you know maybe it comes back to this evolutionary thing of um, that dunbar number which is you know there's only a certain number of people that you're supposed to know in your tribe and be able mm. to keep a track of and have a and have a reputation with then when it expands beyond that your brain just goes what the fuck and then it tries to appease that but it doesn't know how the fuck to do that really so you just end up in the scenario where you are so far from being your authentic self mm because you kind of have to in a way because there's so many people who are placing judgment on you now mm-hmm. and uh, you just sound like uh you sound like a shell you know you sound like a shadow you don't sound like an actual human being anymore and you can't be a human being anymore because you're just in that you're in that sphere it's just weird it's like i don't know if you saw like brad pitt or something you'd just be like wait did i just stand next to brad pitt this is I thought he was this ethereal thing over there, you know, and it's just, uh, that's just crazy. And then to mm-hmm. they're human beings and is, it's, yeah, it's such a weird thing. It's such a weird dissociation that comes from being famous. Like, you know, you're not a human being anymore. You are this image. And mm-hmm. so if you have this image and you've got to live up to that, then you've got to be really, really strongly grounded and rooted in your own authenticity and who you are and why you do you do otherwise it's just going to tear you to shreds and um and you just yeah you end up you end up you end up what's i think sam uses this phrase is like you end up buying a ticket to your own show mm, i love that yeah and if you really want to talk about this and really get some harsh opinions on this kind of stuff you should chat to sam about it oh yeah i love <laughs> yeah, that bro, i love that my bro will definitely do it he'll um it's yeah it's hilarious it's it's wicked because uh yeah it's true she's got some thoughts on you know what people end up doing to uh especially in hollywood it's mm. like uh, you just basically you're just looking uh you know the did you ever see that video the like that two minute uh, oh, I can't remember what the hell it was even called now. It was just so cringeworthy. It was so bad with the actors and they did it in black and white. And it was like a Black Lives Matter video. No. Oh, oh uh, yeah, I think I might have. I think I might have. They were yeah, just talking yeah. about like uh, make things going to change now and like yeah. it's been this. Yeah, I think so. Vaguely, yeah. It. And it was so bad. It was so cringeworthy. And it was so inauthentic. You're just like... You guys have just bought the ticket to your own show. You don't mm. even know how fucking crazy you sound and you look. And I mean, you you paid to memorize lines and you you clearly look like you're reading something from a script. And you actually look like you're acting. You're acting something that's not supposed to be acted. Mm. You're supposed to be putting out a genuine message there. And it was so bad. And you're just like, man, fuck these people. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's messed up. It's messed up, you know? Um so you just yeah you bought a ticket to your own show you drank your own kool-aid you have zero grounding in your own authenticity anymore you're just bullshitting your way through life and uh people see that you know you can see that is it's not healthy no man this is why I, what you've just said there is so good because i just you've put a cap on you've labeled why i had a problem with rampage is because okay. I, I looked at the rock and i thought i said like you're not you're not this guy like you're not this guy like you, you you've you've like you said you've you're trying to bullshit your way through this movie 
and mm. you've obviously it's it's a green screen thing and it but but it's deeper than that it's like it's a dialogue mm. it's the it's the stupid interactions with people it's like you had you could have had say in this like you could have made this movie much better than this but you've just made this you've put this out to the audience you've, you've charged people price of admission you've got them drinking sitting down watching you could have put out a better message but or you could have put out a message which was just better well much more thought out like it, but you didn't you you were happy with this and you pumped it out and whatever um i yeah that's that's the issue and, and i think this this is what happens is, is that if you continually do that you don't then you you then make it okay for other people to do the same thing and then we all kind of end up in some ways not knowing the real authenticity with which people conduct themselves and it's like mm. what it's like ultimately what are you subliminally putting out there in the world and what are you kind of making it what are you making acceptable now as a result mm-hmm. of what you, when you when you are in a position like him self like proclaimed world uh, world superstar it's like you have so much potentially that you could change but you're just kind of fall into the whims of of hollywood right? which is just mm-hmm. basic you know what i mean like kind of and but it couldn't it could be so much more and i think that's that's the issue i had with it which was just like yeah this 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 is uh this is just um falling short on so many different levels that it's kind of annoying me right now you know i mean that that's the uh that that, yeah that's the overarching thing yeah let's like if we go okay there's a couple things that what you said made me want to go into which was one of them is is like uh again eric weinstein i heard it from him and i was like it just makes so much fucking sense i said it to you a long time ago as well like he talked about the political sphere, like politics being like kayfabe. It's just pro wrestling, basically. You know, you just, you're telling a storyline that isn't real. And then every now and then you break the fourth wall and it's just pro wrestling. It's like pro wrestling has become what Mm. happens in real life in a lot of these Mm. things, like uh, what you see on social media. So then, you know, what you see with these superstars is, uh, it's just what you said, it's inauthentic. You don't, and it gives people permission to do inauthentic things. So then all you're fucking surrounded by is just a bunch of pro wrestlers who are telling a fucking storyline and you don't actually know what's real. And then once in a while, they might break the fourth wall. You're like, wait a second. I just got, just got insight into who you actually are. And so everything else you've been doing is just bullshit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now, (laughs) you know, so then it just kind of mixes you up as well. Right. You just, you're just not living uh you just and then you just basically say what do i trust what do i see so you just realize that basically you don't want to look up to famous people Mm. you just shouldn't no one should ever look up to them you can be inspired by a story that they have like the rock's got an inspiring story but you aren't you should not try and emulate that like you said earlier it doesn't matter whether it's in the sphere of health and fitness or whether it's just over life so you just don't just don't even try and emulate it Mm. and then um so it's yeah it's just like it's just bullshit and then so let's talk about the authenticity is he's making all these action movies and you know you just said he's put something out which isn't legit basically who's doing who is authentic in that regard mm. tom cruise mm. it's that guy he he's like I am doing all of this stuff so the audience can have the best possible experience. Yeah. And you, he means that. And you know he means that as well because he fucking hangs off the side of a plane so that the audience can be like, this actually happened. He actually mm. did this so that we could be entertained. You yeah, know? Yeah. And everybody he works with as well says he is the ultimate professional. He's like, mm. whatever, you hear, whatever you hear about him in his personal life and stuff like that is like, forget all that stuff. Let's hear, about the, let's hear it from the people who you know, have been affected by him the most in that sense. 
and it's just pure authenticity. He's just like, I just want to, and you, you can see it as well when he talks about movies. It's mm. a genuine love for movies. It's a genuine love for entertaining people. And so he takes that seriously and is purely authentic and he's done it for decades. And, uh, and he's, um, he's for me, he's the, he's the one that people should kind of look, um, hold up as the, as the, yeah. as the, as the barometer be like, mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? The rocks a cool dude. Like, you know, he's making these awesome movies is like, yeah. Okay. But where's the authenticity? Mm. Okay. Tom Cruise, that's where the authenticity mm. is. And that's where all the spectacular shit happens. Mm. That's real, man. He's actually, he's, he's, you can't mess with him in that, in that sense, because he's, no. he's goes all the way in. You know, they talk about like other actors, like Daniel Day Lewis, talk about mm. like kind of Anthony Hopkins, like kind of people that have really go in. Right? And that's, yeah. that's really what we're looking at here is you're, you're flirting with the idea of making an action movie. So you've mm. kind of, you've made it and you've kind of put some cheesy one liners in there and you've made some explosions happen. You, some buildings fall down and everyone goes home happy at the end of it. So like, yeah. cool. But, no, it's not. It doesn't cut the mustard, especially especially when you look at like what's been before. And you mentioned people like Tom Cruise. And you mentioned people like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like mm. he wasn't. He can't talk the greatest. He can't whatever. But but you watch you watch Terminator Two and you watch Predator and you watch these movies. And you're like, this is a proper action movie. This is a legit yeah. like shit's going down. And you feel a suspense. And the music is great. That the 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 action. The, the sometimes the the dialogue is awesome. Like you know, this is the kind of stuff that we've kind of had. But then to see it kind of reduced down to what we have now you're just a bit disappointed and then like then you almost feel like i want you to be disappointed not just me like i'm seeing the end product but i want you to kind of feel like we can do better than this you know i mean Mm. that's that's the uh that's the 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 sense you leave with but yeah yeah i don't know people's people's expectations of themselves might be a bit different i don't know yeah well i mean i'm totally happy we're getting entertained as well from that kind of like you know i i quite enjoy all the marvel movies um there's because i like you know i like the the superhero kind of uh it's like the hero's journey basically yeah but yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of in a strange way it's like our our new um yeah it's just like those the hero's journey is like you know it replaces yeah. whatever people like whatever pa- fables and had. parables yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly so it's our it's our modern equivalent of them and uh, you know that's why cap's my boy i love cap yeah, I just think of him, you know, we're doing the yeah. Sylvie session, we're getting fucking pound, pounded at rest. Yeah. And I just think of Cat where he just gets up and he's like, I could do this all day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I could do this all day, man. I could do this all day. So yeah. And like, you know, I'm entertained by some of these, like these characters and I'm entertained by the movies and I enjoy them. But I like, let's be real as well. I know that it has, it holds nothing to, like um like so chris nolan is another person who's like as authentic as they can come and mm. somebody who's big in hollywood that's like an anomaly because he's trying to do these big things and um he has these great like stories but is also exploring shit mm. so with um uh and but yeah he's doing everything and it's real you know he's basically not using green screens mm. he's he's like the only time you probably used a green screen was in Inception where they've got a freaking, it's not even a green screen, but like it's computer effects, right? Whereas like, uh, um, you're rewinding shit, the buildings and mm. interstellar, but like, you know, they create a model for friggin' black hole, which they ended up doing some 
published research papers using the models they create for the <laughs> for the movie as well. Mm. So, it's, I mean, like uh, basically, he's using special effects as that bare minimum, and everything is happen is is happening in front of you on the screen. Like mm. in Dunkirk, for example, he's taken a plane from the Second World War, and he's actually like you know flying it around, and like that shit can fall apart any minute now, and. So it's just, it's, it's just trying to bring an authentic experience to it. Whereas nowadays we're just kind of surrounded by the fake, yeah. the fake stuff. And people, I, I reckon, like, you know, you can feel the difference as well. Like you can feel the difference when you're watching something which is, uh, which is, you know, an actual set where they made this stuff happen versus something that's not. And it feels different in, you don't feel that same sense of uh, being immersed in the experience. It's like, yeah. And it's, uh, it's an entirely different feeling. So then, yeah, it just tells us like, no, what's, uh, but the, because the quality is kind of going that way. Yeah, it's, I think it's, yeah, it goes back to what you said. It just changes the authenticity of it as well. I mean, yeah. like original screenplays, the writing of original screenplays over the last 30 years, I think it went from like two-thirds of movies that were being produced mm. in large studios were original screenplays to less than a quarter in um, the early 2010s. I'm mm. like, okay, well, if that's the case, then, you know, we've got no originality. We've got nothing. It's just all converging to bullshit. <laughs> it's just not. It's, 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 uh, um, yeah, a hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. I completely agree. Like you see less and less, um, you see, sorry, you see more and more remakes and more and more like a Fast and Furious twelve. It's like, yeah. come on, come on. <laughs> like we, we can we can do better than this. Um, yeah, exactly. it's, it's because it's all driven by business, right? It's all driven by the bottom line. Like, kind of, can we? We have to get we have to get money in to pay pay actors and pay producers and pay for for whatever they have to pay for. Um, and that's what takes away the authenticity, like you said. Like it takes away mm. from from. Like you're watching Jurassic Park one, and like, you, I believe that Brontosaurus is there. You know, I mean, that, that exactly. when they get out, when they get out of the vehicle, they're like taking the glass off. Like, what the? What is this <laughs> thing? Like, you believe it, right? Because it's because it's that it's that legit. But then, um, you see the most recent incarnation. You just like there's dinosaurs everywhere, but you're just like, mm, this is basic. Like, this yeah. is just this. This is not kind of uh, they're just they're just phoning it in with with a lot of this stuff, man. It's just yeah, yeah. and it, it gives you that kind of uh, it kind of makes you feel a bit sad because you uh you don't know what's going to be the 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 end product of that like you you know how like when we were younger i remember watching like movies like uh uh ben-hur and like uh charlton heston movies and like and my mom would show me them or my dad would show me them and be like oh these these are the movies that we grew, we grew up on and like uh jason and the argonauts and like proper just like but back then they had to fully act out all that stuff they had to fully like plasticine models and like kind of the way they would like move the frames it was it was so much more authentic because there's so much more work got into it. And I think what you, what you see is the work. Whereas now it's like control alt something enter code control, and like, yeah, yeah. You don't, it's like a, a great example of that is with, um, uh, end game Avengers end game. Right. right. So again, like, you know, I'm entertained by these movies. I like watching them, but like, uh, it, in terms of it's, so there was one bit where, I think it was. I think it was an Iron Man. I think it was Iron Man. I think it was Tony. Um, I think it was Robert Downey Jr. or something. Mm. He had to do something. He had to look like he was throwing something. And then they just basically they caught the shot and everything. Like there's a whole massive moving pieces where it's like you know the armies are fighting each other or something. And then he had to do something. Mm. And then he did it. And they're like, 
Yeah, cool. I mean, your arm wasn't quite in the shot. We'll just put it in there later. Mm. It's like you. It's like you don't. Basically, you don't even have to bring your A game. Yeah, to the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, that's, uh, a good that's it. Which, which, which sucks. Which mm. completely sucks. And then you know, I've shown you the Reface app, right? Yeah. And which is so much jokes. It's so much fun. <laughs> and I can just put my face on Neo. I can put my face on Tony Stark. And uh, and it actually looks like I am that person in that scene in that movie, and it's it's unbelievable how how that works. So yeah, it's wild. So we're taking it down that route where you don't even have to have people, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, so it's um, I don't know. It's interesting because there's certainly a side of it which is happy to be entertained, but there's also the other side of it which is I like these stories need to be told more not just authentically but just better because mm. we we accept a lot of these stories um and for the for the sake of being entertained like let's say again endgame as well is like my whole thing like i was going into i was like please don't have a time travel thing mm. don't have a time travel. don't do that fucking thing we have an easy cop out do the easy cop out you know it's just it's just easy to do it and uh, there's so many movies that do the easy cop out when, uh, but with the ones that don't, you know, they're the ones that, you know, you resonate with hardest. Mm. So, just, you know, try and tell that story as honestly as possible. Try and yeah, tell it yeah. well, rather than just being like, oh, fuck it. We can <coughs> throw in a, um, what'd you call it? It's just a piece. Uh, oh, I can't remember the technical name for it, but it's just something that helps explain the story along. Right. Um, yeah, but there's a word for it. I forgot what it is. But uh, yeah, just don't do that. Just actually no. tell it. It's just hard to do. That's why, that's why it doesn't happen, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. And it's, it's almost like create a world where you look. I watch uh, like Stranger Things, for instance, right? Stranger, you watched Stranger Things before? I never watched it, watched. no. It's great. I really love it because it's set, set back in like, I want to say the 70s, 80s. Yeah, 70s, like, 80s, yeah. Right. <coughs> and. Um, it's almost like a, a buzz and an excitement when like Star Wars is released or like there's a new motion picture. It's like there's 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 so, so, like a, there's a new motor car. There's such an there's such a an institution around like getting me excited about it and getting oh my god you head about this one new thing. Whereas the world now is so inundated with like everybody wanting to do their own version of new. And mm-hmm. sometimes the barrier to the barrier to entry back then was is it good? Whereas now is it do you have financial backing? Like, can, can, can we actually make a, a monetary gain from this? Can we see this selling 4,000 million copies of the little tiny baby Yoda? Like, well, yeah, we can do that. Cool. Great. Go do it. Like, yeah. no, like that, that's, you almost want to revert back to the, the, like the, the genesis of a lot of these ideas. Like mm-hmm. I would love it. I would love it if there was a world where there is like five new movies a year. Right, and five mm. new movies a year will be like, oh my god, this is a new film. Like some Chris <laughs> Nolan's told a told a brand new story, and we're all going to sit around like it was an assembly, and we're getting told the story yeah. by, by by the teacher. And that that would that would literally just just drive, unless you have something good to come with, mm. go keep working on it. Like don't be disheartened, yeah. but keep working on it. But don't come mm. with rampage and expect us all to show up in our droves and be happy with it because this is you're adding to the problem here. You know, you're adding, you're not kind of providing any kind of solution. Completely, um, man. yeah, man. It's 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 a really, I mean, it's a deep, obviously, because because there's so much so much to unpack with this topic as well. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, there's loads sure. there. That's uh, that's a good place to leave it. 
Yeah, bro, for sure, for sure. Good chat, man. Good chat. Yeah, wicked chat. Guys, thank you for tuning in. As always, really appreciate you listening. And um, yeah, if you enjoy it, you know, please please share the conversation. We've got people who need to hear it. Uh, we'd love for them to hear it. And um, we want to the message that's in there, especially like even though the latter half wasn't really talking about physical potential, mm. but they're still talking about something that's important to it, like authenticity. Um, that's a big uh, it's a big thing that we're about as well. So. Uh, feel free to share the conversation. Um, subscribe to the podcast as well so you get the updates every time we release something new. And um, yeah, we appreciate you tuning in. Nice, nice. Yeah, if you have, if you have any kind of uh, any thoughts on anything, anything you want to see more of, um, any any particular pits you want to highlight, uh, give us a shout out on Instagram, give us a shout out on Facebook. And uh, yeah, yeah. It, will, it helps the podcast drive forward. Exactly. So, oh, yeah. Send us a picture of your room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what your Four messy, your, your messy, messy room. room. And yeah, then I'll put mine up. Yeah, I'll put I'll put mine up. That's that's going to be. Uh, I'll kick us off. Yeah, yeah. Tag nice. the uh, tag the Insta account in there as well. We'll reshare it. Too right, too right. Nice. All right, G. Nice one, folks. Cheers, brother. Good chat. I'll speak so to you easy, in a bit. Guys. See you guys. Bye, bye, bye.